0: Welcome to another episode of Business Brews and BS. I'm John Adams, owner of J.B. Adams Designs. My partner and co-host is Audwin Newman Yo. Uh, with New Art Rivals. Mm-hmm. And today our uh, our our guest host um, is Diana Settles, who we actually had on another episode and, and interviewed her about her, her business. Um, and we decided to kind of change things up a little bit, and we're actually going to have her interview, uh, Audwin and I. Um, Audwin has a, a great story, and I'll let him tell it. I'm sure Diane will get into it, um, and then you know we'll get in on how do I got to where I'm at. Um, but we kind of just wanted to give people maybe a little bit more background on me and Audwin and why we're doing this, uh, why yeah. we started this and stuff. So take it away.
1: All right, so <laughs> with
2: their with their lemon yeah. drop looking all spiffy. yeah oh,
1: do we want to talk about what we're drinking? Yeah, I yeah. think
2: that's important.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Give some recent history too. What's going on?
2: We
0: can we can kick it off with that.
1: Oh, um. uh, I'm drinking a lemon drop martini with Grey Goose vodka. Mm, it looks good. It is good. It looks good. It looks tasty. And it's refreshing. refreshing. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, I am uh, drifting drifting. Damn, I need to be cut off. I Already. need I'm drinking <laughs> Daredevil's Lift Off, which is kind of a I have become over the past 3 months kind of an IPA guy and I I normally was not um actually doing this podcast I think has kind of helped me because I've been yeah. trying IPAs and you know we I had one at um Black Haker and then when I was in Wisconsin I had one. So this liftoff, it's kind of, I would call it an entry-level IPA, right. but uh, that's why it's refreshing. You know? Right. So, it's all good. And it, it kind of throws me off now,
0: because I did know your beer preferences prior, and so we could walk in somewhere and sit down to have lunch, I could sample stuff and be like, oh, you wouldn't like that. Yeah. It's a good IPA. Yeah. yeah. And now you've. Changed all that. Switched I it up. Switched it up. Can't prejudge anymore. I'm ambidextrous, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, a beer <laughs> Yeah, we can, we can create a term there.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: and I'm drinking water. <laughs> the effects of a little too much margarita last night. Having uh, Mexican with my wife, where she had up driving me home, and then had a had a rough night. I'm a little too old to uh, drink margaritas like that anymore. And so it's been a rough day. It's been a it's been a rough day. Um, But so I'm on water. I'm on water. And uh, what
2: what's interesting about that is uh, you're you're the the second person in two days that's good friends that that had a had a bout with. I'm young enough to do this, and got smacked in the face. My buddy uh, Wes. Uh, His kids were going back to school, and he was like, you know, I used to ride a skateboard a lot back then. (laughs) He's like, watch how I used to do it. And he's a big guy. He's a big guy, you know, tall and, you know, corn-fed white guy, you know. And he got on it, and he took a couple pushes and shoves and lost his way and fell hard and practically broke his ankle. So he's on crutches right now. And he was was like, he showed me, you know, he's like, hey, man, you know, foots in a cast and all this stuff and I was like man you know I would ask you why you got on a skateboard at 48 years old and you know well over you know 240 pounds I would ask you but doesn't matter. It was ridiculous. Whatever your reason for yeah. getting on, it was ridiculous. Yeah, so.
3: yeah.
1: And was alcohol involved? With no, that? no, oh, no. Wow. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's even worse.
0: It would be much easier to explain to the story. So like, well, I was got, drinking.
1: He <laughs> might have <laughs> had less injury if he might have he been. Right.
0: Worried. I was drinking and decided right. I. Yeah. That's, a, that's kind uh, of a better story. But uh, <laughs> well, I have nothing broken uh, outside of my my pride as well, <laughs> yes. in front of my wife. And you're doing
1: the responsible, healthy thing today by drinking some refreshing water. It sounds like the three of us are drinking something quite refreshing for many different reasons.
2: Yeah. I'm (laughs) surprised you're not plowing through it, man. I'm surprised you're not going to just plow right through it. Oh, it just, it,
0: it, uh, (laughs) my, my gut is not ready to take on much. Right on.
2: on.
1: (laughs) Tapping into that. How do I want to (laughs) feel?
2: All right. So that, anyway, that was a.
0: So that will, yeah, I mean, so, yeah. that was, last night was enough to remind me how old I am until, I mean, you know, it would probably last me at least a few years before I forget, <laughs> before I get that instance and do it again.
2: Every time you're yakking in the, in the porcelain god, you say, yeah. I'm never gonna do this again. What was I doing? And then yeah. you end up back there some way, somehow, but the, yeah. the spells are farther in between now. Yeah. It's not like when you're 24.
0: Well, and you, as you get older. You know what? What reminds you that you're getting older is when you're doing that. You're going, man. I don't. I didn't think I drank that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, previously you were like, oh yeah, I drank that much, and <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to do that again. And this time I'm going. I didn't think I drank that much. Oh. I also
1: find it funny that this was on a Tuesday night too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Taco Tuesday.
3: Okay. Oh. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> man. Oh, that's one
1: tacos. of the benefits of being an entrepreneur. Is you can just, if you want to tie one on on Tuesday night,
2: that's then right. You can. That's right. <laughs> yeah. To a certain extent, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Taco, t- I love tacos, man. Oh yeah, I love tacos. Yeah. That's,
0: you know, and they they do a, a great job of throwing the margarita special in with Taco mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah, that's my so, yeah. yeah. You know, that's good business. Yeah, it's good business. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Good
1: pairing there. So.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well i would love to talk about um so many things we're gonna i know we're gonna just get into so much on this episode and i'd love to talk about um just first of all how you guys met um because when you guys met um neither of you were entrepreneurs yet is that right correct Correct.
0: okay okay yeah we were both in in corporate america very Mm -hmm. much yeah yeah. entrenched in corporate america Mm -hmm. yeah i have a um uh my best friend from growing up Uh, Doug Livingston we had you know became friends in in middle school and stuff had a lot of things in common Um, and then you know I moved away and our friendship kind of drifted apart and then we'd kind of reconnected and he has a girlfriend that he lives with is English and so one of the things that they did every fall was throw a Guy Fawkes party which guy fawkes if you've ever seen v for vendetta in the mask mm-hmm. that's based on guy fawkes who wanted to bomb parliament and overthrow the king mm-hmm. um you know so it's, they they threw this guy fawkes party every year um and so uh Aldrin's wife vicky was friends with doug's girlfriend lisa and so basically mm-hmm. we would all got invited and so at the guy fawkes party um, we just got chatting one year um and that's i don't even know how long ago that's been that's probably been 10 12 years ago maybe it has to have been yeah yeah Yeah. it has to have been um and then and then really so you know we really hit it off basically because we had a lot of uh, music interest in common and that's what we really started talking about a lot there was just various musics uh, Mm -hmm. you know from hair bands to early rap and stuff like that um and we we talked about you know getting together and stuff and it just never came to fruition you know a lot of times you meet people and stuff like that and you kind of you you get busy with life and you get caught up and just it mm-hmm, doesn't happen right. and so the following year uh we went to the guy fawkes party um Alden and vicky were there again and so we kind of made it a point this time to you know let's not let another year go by and see you again next year and then we didn't get together so let's right. actually do it um and so we we did it and we went and had dinner and through the course of dinner, the funny thing was is um so Autawa was working with with FedEx, but he you know had his art stuff that he did on the side, and so he rented an office space in one of the office suites buildings, um you know which I'm sure a lot of everybody's you know familiar with those if you've got a small business stuff, and I know that's right. where you're at as yep. well um the three of us all have that yep. connection right right <laughs> yeah. but I still and so love this story. yeah and i was I was you know working um, for a company in New Jersey doing sales and stuff, and I had an office in there that they, so I could get up and go to an office every day rather than just sitting in your house, which gets very boring. Um, But working in that office got boring too because you're just in there by yourself. Um, but anyway so at the course of dinner we realized that our our offices were really three doors down from each other in this building <laughs> well wait
1: didn't you just start to, one of you start talking about your office in Plainfield and then the other one said "Oh, wait a minute I have an office
2: in yeah. Plainfield yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it yeah. was it was one of the most bizarre things because it was kind of like yeah. well this is impossible like you not yeah. only that because there's three floors and I don't know how many offices are in the building there's like 97 and we're and we're yeah. literally like three doors from each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) it wasn't like he was on the third floor and I was Mm -hmm. on the first floor. So it makes sense that he'd be leaving out this door. I'd leave out this door. Mm -hmm. We'd never cross, but like we were literally on the same floor, you know, 30 yards from each other.
0: Yeah. 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 And we just never run into each other because, you know, I mean, I was in there during the day Mm -hmm. um, and Audemon was at FedEx during the day. And so Audemon would be there more in the evening. And so that's, that's why we'd never cross paths, but yeah, we're, we're sitting there at dinner and just talking about, yo, you know, I've got this office that I'm at in Plainfield and, oh, well, I've got an office in Plainfield. Where's yours at? And so we realize that we're talking about the same building. Oh, well, where's yours at in there? Oh, well, if you go in the front door and you kind of go to the right and you go down that hallway, well, wait, mine's down that hallway. Well, which one is yours? You know, oh, mine's the last one on the yes. left. Oh, well, mine's the third from the last one on the left yes. and realizing that we were just and, and
2: as we were as we were talking about it, I remember thinking, "He's bullshitting me." Yeah, I was like, "This, this is there's no way. Like, it's impossible. Right. It's impossible." I think were we at uh, Green Street. Yeah, I think we were at Green Street. Yeah, yeah, we were Green Street. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, I really couldn't believe it. I was he like, stalked me just to play this <laughs> joke.
3: Yes, <laughs> he, he
0: stalked <laughs> me, planning out this conversation <laughs> just for this joke right oh, here. <laughs> but
2: it, you know, it. <clears throat> what's interesting is that. Going way back, you think of people that you meet in your life that you you know, had a connection with. Yeah. And and you forever were like, Man, if I you know, if we had just if we had just reconnected, because if we didn't if something happened and we didn't go to the guy Fox party the next year.
0: Yeah. That, they would have that, just died at that first yes. one. Yeah.
2: I would have been yeah. like, Wow, they were really cool, yeah. they were always cool and uh I, as a matter of fact we took a picture that first year yep. and and that whole year i was like man i really wish you know i'd gotten that picture or whatever and then when we saw you the next year i was like man we, we took a picture last year that i really liked and you were like and pulled it up on your phone i was like yep. oh there it is and that's when we were like look we gotta we
3: we gotta you make know, this happen you're, you're, make it
2: happen and you know i think that sometimes you know, life gets in the way. We're all busy, and and everyone's got full lives, kids, yep, families, yep, and all yep. that stuff. But um, I've, I've, the older I've gotten, and we've talked about this, the more important good friends have become. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's not about having a thousand friends. Yep. It's about having quality few friends. And if if it's a good person, you can always grow. You can yeah. always grow it. You can if if someone fits that mold of what you define as, as yeah. a good friend you there's always room for good people in your life yeah. and uh having jb and melissa it's 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 been one of the the, the great blessings and i don't use that word often i really don't yeah. but it's been one of the great blessings for for vicky and i um and and one of the other things is just the expansion of other friends or acquaintances you know yeah. don and yeah and vicky and that. and so you just you meet you know or Sarah and Allie, you guys have met mm-hmm. them I mean it just you meet other good people yeah
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah by association you yeah. know what I mean yeah right. yeah and you know I mean the one thing that, that we've talked about me
0: and Melissa and, and just with other people um, you know about just our friendship and how it's grown with Odwin and Vicky and stuff is um, especially Odwin, when you get to know you know he said he was blessed to know us and we feel completely the same way and we feel like we're we're coming out ahead in the deal. Because Odwin is one of those people, and I know you don't I mean, know it. Um, he's just one of those people that when you get around him, there's just something about his spirit that, yes. that motivates you and lifts yes. you, and it's positive, and you, you want to be around it. Yes. And I think when you find those people, it's very rare. Um, And especially, as you know, as Aldrin, you said, that when you get older, you do realize the value of good friendships. And as Mm -hmm. you get older and you go through, you know, as you get older, you go through, you know, more and more downturns in life. You Mm -hmm. just went through more struggles. You've had more loss. You Mm -hmm. go through those things. And when you come across somebody that you feel... That has that just positive vibe about them that you can draw energy off of and you can feed off of. Yeah. Um, you it, can it, sponge
1: it. their energy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I yeah, hate to right. say it because that, that that's kind of what you know. That's kind of what you do yeah. when the yeah. fin- when the yes. friendship starts. If, if you you get around Auden and you're going man this guy has got a good vibe and i need yes. to feed off of him for a while i need that energy <laughs> i need that boost and so you know i'm gonna call him i'm gonna text him and we're gonna try to hook up yeah and you know and that was you know 10 years ago yeah. or however long ago that yeah. was um, <clears throat> but you know but the friendships have just grown and it turned into um you know date nights with our wives yeah. and it turned into you know us starting to have lunch every at least once a month we yeah. kind of made the goal to start mm-hmm. trying to get together and have lunch once a month and stuff and our lunches would go for two or three hours we'd sit there and talk mm-hmm. um, you know and I mean and you got to where you realize that um, you know I, I started to really look forward to them yeah you know and Same I here. think God would do that here. and you start Absolutely. to save you know you start to make mental notes yeah. you know and I think that's mm-hmm. how you know that you've got a, a great friendship with someone when you start to make mental notes of I got I to gotta talk to Audwin about this. I got to bounce this oh, off yeah. of him. I've got to run this idea by him, you know, or I can't wait to tell him that we've had this experience or we're doing this, mm-hmm. um, you know. And it just it became uh, an important
2: friendship. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, I think I think and and that's really important. I mean, it's a it's a two way street. So we both gain and give. And, and I can't tell you how many like just ideas that when you say mental notes, like I would yeah. come away with, and I would go home after we yeah. had a, a lunch at Scotty's, and I would I would just jot this down. I would yeah. jot that down. I, I one thing in particular, and this image I'm working, on, it's, it's it'll take forever, but it'll be done. It'll be great. Was the whole thing about um, uh, she never goes backwards, the Statue yeah. of Liberty, America yeah. never yeah. goes backwards, yeah. and you know I had this this whole image of the Statue of Liberty, you know, walking up a mountain. In the storm and the rain, oh. and each step is like a decade. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, and but and no matter how hard it gets, no matter when she stalls and rests, she never goes backwards. You know. And I came from a conversation with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's just, you know, you, you it's you can't place um, a price tag on on, right. on a friendship like that. So yeah. it's been it has been wonderful. And honestly, again, if we didn't go to that Guy Fox party that second year which we were kind of up in the air whether we were going to go and one of the things one of the main things was you know we really enjoyed John and Melissa that's that was that was the thing so when you guys were there it was just kind of like one of those things it's like when you you know you have good friends at school and then summer break happens yeah and then you can't wait for school to start again because you want to hang out in the corner of the hallway with your friends you know what i mean that's kind of what it was like you know
3: yeah Yeah.
0: and that's lost on today's generation because they're just constantly contacted you know social media you're constantly in contact and there's so many of those things that Mm -hmm. that they you know, miss out on
3: yeah those those
0: feelings and those experiences that they miss out on because you're, and not that it's bad to to have the constant, Mm -hmm. you know, contact, but I mean, you watch our kids and it's just how many of the friendships went up and down. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there's only, there's only so many people that you can spend all your time with. Exactly.
1: And there's, there's so many, yeah and especially with the social media thing like they're just collecting friends and you know yeah, it's, yeah. And, and I love what you said about just like I, I think as we get older our circle of friends gets smaller yeah, yeah. and it's it's it like gets smaller it's smaller and stronger a, it gets I smaller think. and stronger and it makes me think of that Jim Rohn quote like that you are the culmination of the five people you spend the most time with yeah, yeah. and yeah. so it's like you may as well keep your circle mm-hmm. <coughs> filled with people who inspire and motivate you and yeah. hopefully you're doing the same yeah so yeah
2: yeah i had someone say something about someone else that another couple were friends with before and they were like oh they they're i forget the exact words but basically they they're they're judgmental and they have you know expectations that are unrealistic of the people that they're around and it's like no i don't have any problem with that you know i i I want to be with someone that has high expectations Mm -hmm. of me and themselves like that's not not an issue for me if that's a disqualifier for you then you know you probably right. need to hit the road but yeah. yeah yeah i want my friends to have high expectations yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah and you know I, and I think with any nobody's perfect mm-hmm. i mean there's there's nobody right. in this world that's perfect well, odd one um,
2: might be, but yeah i wish i wish it was <laughs> we'll have we'll, we'll discuss that on the girls podcast <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but it, it's if you if you want to find fault an issue you can't yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it really, at the end of the day, you you can pick apart anybody, sure. and you can find issues. Um, but I think the part of uh, I think what makes a true friend is realizing that yeah, the, you got the flaws and the issues, but they don't matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. they know they know who you are as a person, you know, and and that sort of stuff. And it's yeah. you know, I think that's you it, know, and and at the end of the day, I mean. Um, you do have to I think you do have to get something out of a friendship yeah right. you know I mean you have to get something out of it uh, mm-hmm. you, you know so with Odwin I feel like you know we I draw energy off of Odwin mm-hmm. when, when we're around he's, he's just got a, a vibe about him um that, that not too many people in the world have
1: it's true you
0: know I mean he does and so well, I appreciate I that you know trying to write his coattails
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, there you right, go right. meanwhile
1: audwin's like oh my god jb sucks the life
0: out of
2: me no. <laughs> I, I used to be up but now i'm down man <laughs> no and I, I can't I'll,
1: seem to shake him i'll tell you
2: what honestly i used to you know in, in my mid-20s through my mid-30s i used to and this is from a mentor friend of mine who said that every year you should do friend inventory which yep. means mm-hmm. you assess the friendships and see mm-hmm. what's yep. working for you and um and, and I, it was valuable then because there were a lot uh, more ebbs and flows with people. And people were changing quicker and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, hey, you're still doing this. It's 10 years later. Come on, you do something else. Or right. maybe we need to go different ways. Mm-hmm. But uh, I find that now <clears throat> life just kind of does that. Now. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to make a conscious sometimes. And I, and I think the younger generation, they don't have this because social media allows you to stay connected forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some friendships, not in a bad way, just need to go their way. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. it just, it, it, you can't be friends with everyone you've ever known for your entire life, right. Yeah. you can't, yeah. there's just no way you can't have quality relationships that way. Yeah. So, uh, I have found that, you know, I still have a couple of relationships from high school that are still just as strong, mm-hmm. but there's, there, there are two. Yes. Yeah. There's two. Yeah. And, Same here. um, and, and the others are, they're not bad guys. Yeah. It, it, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not that at all. It's yeah. just that we're just in two, we're just in different places Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it doesn't require us to stay connected anymore. Yeah. So.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And, and I've been, I've been trying to do more, you know, I guess, reading and stuff on, um, you know, the kind of the, the power of positive thinking, mm-hmm. you know, those sorts of things, the power of, you know, thinking big. Um, and, you know, the one th- kind of thing that I've I've kind of taken out of it is, um, you know, you you can you can look at your friendships. You can look at a lot of moments in life and you can really, I guess, take a positive approach to it by saying that that served its purpose at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was supposed to be don't feel bad that the friendship doesn't go on. Don't feel bad that you haven't talked to somebody in 15 years. There's a reason you Mm -hmm. haven't talked to them in 15 years. You know, it, it, you may not remember what the reason was anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was a reason, but, but, look at it as being glad that that was there and it served its purpose Yep.
3: Exactly. you know
0: and so and I think you know when you start to look at things that way that does kind of help you have a more positive outlook on life that Mm -hmm. you know you're serving your purpose purpose you're where you're supposed to be (coughs) Mm -hmm. um, you know and you're the best you can do is just get up every day and go at it you know with with full effort Um, but to try to just keep everything in context context and not look back and Know, kind of say oh well i you know i feel bad about that or i feel bad about that yeah. just be glad that it was there to serve its purpose
1: yeah exactly there's a saying that like people are <laughs> in each other's lives for a reason a season or a lifetime yeah. and i think mm-hmm. that's so true i mean yeah. there, and like you were saying like i think i have like one or two friends mm-hmm. i have a friend that i've been friends with since fourth grade you know yeah. and yeah um, we still stay connected, but like you were saying the friends from high school like that you have that you're still friends with They're just a couple. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's yeah. really a rare thing to have that lifetime of yeah. friendship yep. Yeah, you know, it and, is. and it is it's true and I think like just um, Sometimes just you outgrow each other or you're just you just go into different directions and um, and It's okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's okay yeah. with me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> So it's like, ooh, how, what direction are we going with this podcast? So many directions. So I, I want to jump back to, um, I think, Odwin, it was you saying, like, um, how – well, both of you were saying, like, oh, I can't wait to tell Odwin about this. and mm-hmm. like, we need to talk about this. And um, how you've gotten so many ideas mm-hmm. out of your yeah. conversations with JB. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I would like to kind of – go well, ahead.
2: So it, those, those conversations um, really – spawned from us both venturing out and doing our own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and so I was a manager at FedEx, I managed for 13 years, something like that, very successfully. Um, and when I had my stroke, which I've mentioned before, I had a stroke and, um, you know, my saving grace was that I was almost 45. So I was, I was 44. Um, and it was a saving grace because I was young enough to where even though it was a massive stroke, it, it I I was counterbalanced with being relatively in good health, mm-hmm. you know. And um but sitting there in that hospital bed, unable to lift my right hand to pick up a plastic fork to mm-hmm. feed myself, you know, I was like, no, you know, this this is this can't be, you know. And there was one of my peers He's also a black guy. He's a manager at FedEx. And he had recently had his sixth stroke. Wow. Wow. So, one, he's lucky to be able to have six. Yeah. But two, but he, God bless him, When if you see him, you go, oh, he's had six yeah. strokes. <laughs> like, you, you're not right. like. Right. You're not like oh everything's good. and I was just like no, I can't do it.
1: This is he's not listening to the wake up calls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
2: you know, and and that's the thing. You know, God, you know, maybe tapping you on the shoulder, maybe whispering in your ear. Maybe punch you in the the gut. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I heard it. I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm out. So Mm -hmm. I literally the only time I stepped foot in the FedEx hub was like five months later to go clean up my office. That was Mm -hmm. it. So you know, I started the the art thing doing craft shows and all this stuff and but wanted it to be more than just that you know mm-hmm. wanted something sustainable and all that and so if you want more you got to try more you try more you're going to fail more mm-hmm. or run into more obstacles and this simultaneously jb um was starting his own um wood making business and and uh doing home remodeling and stuff like mm-hmm. that and so i i think you came up with the thought like hey let's just get together and because yeah. we're both getting so busy that mm-hmm. we weren't really connecting that much and he was just like hey let's let's get together and mm-hmm. um i think you chose i think we even went to the first time we didn't go to Scotty's. we went to uh brickies or oh we went to brickers brickers yeah. yeah in in brownsburg yeah and um and and that's where it kind of spiraled and and they became the the meetings for me at least they became like an oasis like I would be in the storm and I'd be like damn I just got to get to that meeting with JB so I can you know get some foothold And you know because it would center me and and then his his knowledge his business knowledge and expertise were extremely helpful for me just I'm an artist and I'm like let's make some art you know but Mm -hmm. like from the business side you know I think if I didn't know you I would never have heard of automated routing. Yeah. Yeah. That that's literally it's changed my life. Yeah. You know, and it's a place that can you know cut wood and you know oh, do yeah. the
0: the the they do the, the, of your, the, yeah. the yeah. Of shapes shape your shapes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, I have yeah. to you no, know, I have to buy them in bulk, but mm-hmm. that's a cost. That's the price of doing business. You know. Right. Yeah. But uh, we took a trip down there together. We went down, which was great for me because yeah. He knew the CNC machines and all that stuff. And it, it, you know, I'm telling you, I mean, that was that was life changing. Yeah. And and it probably cut my costs by 60 percent.
3: Yeah.
2: Maybe even more. 70 percent. Yeah. From what I was, you know, if I if I were paying. Yeah. So it was more. I was paying between seven and nine dollars per state. And it went down to. $2.35 Two dollars and thirty-five cents wow. per state. Wow. Now I, I I can't buy ten states. I have to buy two hundred. Right. But nevertheless, if you're going to use them, it's the same. It doesn't matter. Exactly. And um, that was that was literally all him. I, I I don't even know how you heard of him. I mean, it's amazing to me. So yeah,
0: yeah. I think I I just come across them by searching for places in Indiana that did automated yeah for automated manufacturing
2: and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I came across them. And we just took a just like a yeah. uh, three-hour drive down south and out in the middle of literally nowhere yeah wow yeah. and um and now that's all i use i mean they're they're i'm I just spent a lot of money this week you know i gotta pick up some states so mm-hmm. um you know that's that's what those those lunches became they became cathartic they became uh, uh, informational and then they also became opportunities to talk about ideas and things that you wanted mm-hmm. to do or i wanted to do and you know and uh You know, the the big thing, I think the takeaway was that we were amazed at how many of the problems that we were having that were exactly the same, even though we are entirely two different disciplines as entrepreneurs. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 And I think, you know, it's important um, as an entrepreneur when you're when you're starting out. You know, and, and really, uh, you know, I, I, maybe it'll never go away. You know, um, I can just you know speak about it of where we're at. You know, we're, we're three years in, mm-hmm. um, but I it it was critically important to have somebody that one you trusted, yeah, um, to give you honest advice and feedback mm-hmm. um, when you're talking about new ideas, yeah. um, and somebody that will, you know, uh, challenge you, you know, to, to take the leap. Um, You know, because it's very easy and there's for every entrepreneur that takes the leap, there's 50 people out there that want to take the leap. Yes. For whatever reason and roadblock they have, there's 50 people that don't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think having somebody that challenges you to take that leap Mm -hmm. and to do it, to try something new, um, you know, and then if it fails, you can blame it on them. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You know, <laughs> right, <let> <laughs> i, I, think I that's took critical. your advice yeah. yeah.
3: so there's been a
0: lot of things over the last three years that have been fault.
1: so he's not perfect <laughs>
2: oh i love I think it that's that was so great true. Like, yeah.
1: so being an entrepreneur it can be a lonely path yeah. i mean and yeah. that's the thing is i know odwin and i i think the three of us have talked about this before on when we did my podcast is like there's so many people that um yeah, they do want to. They do want to go out on their own, but they're so afraid. They would yeah. rather be stuck in their uncomfortable, their comfort zone. That's really uncomfortable, but it's certain yes. and it's routine yep. and it's it's low risk. And to be an entrepreneur and like take that first step and and then like and that's the thing is it never gets. I, I want to say it never gets easier, but it, it um, because what if you're not growing you're dying and like anytime you're gonna like step out of your comfort zone then it's super scary and then you kind of like it kind of levels off Mm -hmm. and then you take the it's time to take another step to grow and it's super scary as crap and so it's nice to have that camaraderie yeah even though you guys do totally different things Mm -hmm. you still have the same fears and the same um I mean, similar challenges, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah so, absolutely.
1: yeah, it's so important um, to be able to bounce ideas off of each other. And, yeah. and,
2: and, and you know, I think, too, I, I, I recently had lunch with some former peers mm-hmm. at FedEx. Uh, most of them were retired. Um, a couple of them were retired, not by their own choice. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we were talking about someone else. And, and we have that lunch maybe it's twice a year. And so it always changes, like, the people that are in it. And I remember the last time we had it, and I was talking about a certain individual who was like, hey, I'm just going to ride it out and retire and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I hate the place, but nevertheless, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, you operate under the assumption that they're going to let you ride it out. Yeah. You you just – you think you're smart enough and good enough, but if they've got a headcount, if they've got a budget, if they see your – Know ninety eight thousand dollars salary that they can replace you with two people. Mm-hmm. If they see that, if that's what they want to do, mm-hmm. then you won't ride it out. Right. You you will not. Yep. Bah, bah, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's the thing. It's like, you know, the comfort, the 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 comfortably numb thing that you get in corporate America was, well, I got my job, my 401 k, my insurance, blah, blah. blah.
1: People you, to get secure. Yeah, 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 which, yeah.
2: But are you really secure? Like, is it yours or is it theirs? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, and it's just, you know, it, the technology can change. There's a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. that can change and make you obsolete.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yes.
0: You know, and those things can happen when you're an entrepreneur. Right. But when you're in corporate America, you know, you got to realize there are people above you that are researching those things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. will make you obsolete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, either at your company or at a competitor. Um, You know, or or just somebody starting up in a garage to compete against you. You know, there are are people out there thinking of ways to make you obsolete.
3: Right. Um,
0: Right. And, you know, one of the things that that will drive it now is, you know, the push for the higher minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and it's the... You know, you, you start to see it already in fast food places and stuff where you go in and they've got the screens you can punch mm-hmm. in the order. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because it's not worth paying $15 an hour to have somebody take your order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, the, it, sometimes, you know, people need to step back and think about, you know, what what's driving them. You yeah. know, because mm-hmm. when you make that push for $15 an hour, yeah. you're going to help the people that are working. Yeah. But you're going to put a lot of people out of work yeah. in the process. Yeah. 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 You know, and I can tell you that from firsthand because that was that was my corporate Experience. I mean, that's that's what we did is we went out and we looked at the, a process in a business and we found ways to create efficiencies and cut jobs. Yeah, right. I mean, and outsource stuff. And right. that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you always look at it as the the health of the business, you know, and I've talked about it before, of a great piece of advice that somebody would give me, you know, a long time ago, early on in my career, was, you know, you fire the one person to save the 99 yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, that that's how corporate America works. You know, they're making a more efficient, a better business um you know and that, that's just that's what they're doing and sometimes heads get cut in the yeah. process yeah you know but it makes it more secure for the whoever remains at mm-hmm. least yeah. for the time being
1: yeah and didn't you tell didn't you talk about how is that part of why you wanted to leave is
0: yeah cuz uh, i think after time you, that starts to wear on you mm-hmm. you know i mm-hmm. mean cuz it starts to have I mean, you, you you get into these businesses and you're, you know, it's very much a consultative type process. Mm-hmm. And so as you're working through these, you know, you, you see these people, you learn their name. Um, and you know, sometimes you don't, sometimes mm-hmm. you do. Um, but just still in the back of your mind, you're realizing you're putting, you're putting people out of work, mm-hmm. Still a know. person,
2: you're I can't help but think
1: of the Bobs from office space, <laughs> right? Yeah. What is it exactly you do here? <laughs> <Right>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. anyway, go on. No, but that's, I mean, did yeah. it,
0: it, that just, and it, you know, really what got me, um, was, so my father passed away in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was a hardworking blue collar guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had an excavating business that he owned. And then he was a third shift plant supervisor in a factory. So he was, you know, I mean, for most of my young childhood, he was the factory worker on third shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as he got older, he got an offer at a local factory to come be their third shift plant supervisor, which basically means the only people on third shift are the actual manufacturer workers. there's no office mm-hmm. people. You're not over anything like that. It's not a desk job or mm-hmm. a white collar or anything. You're just managing the production employees is what you're doing on third shift. Um, And so that's what he did, and he would, you know, he'd get home in the morning off of, you know, 8 o'clock, sleep for a couple hours, go out work, his excavating business for six or seven hours, come home, eat, sleep for a couple hours, get up and do it again. Um, And he'd always had told me um, that he wanted me to go to college and get an education so that I didn't have to work like he had to work. That I didn't have to do something that I didn't like doing Mm -hmm. um, in order to scrape by. And so I went to college and, you know, ended up getting a master's degree. And, you know, after he passed away, you get a lot of time to reflect because your dad's a big influence in your life. And so you get a lot of times to reflect on where you're at, you know, and, and, you know, did you make him proud and those sort of things. But the one thing that just kept popping back to my mind in in the couple years after he died was, you know, that he had said that he didn't want me to have to do something I hated to get by. And while I was getting by nicely, i was mm -hmm. still doing something i hated. Mm -hmm. there was a lot of days i woke up i didn't like it um i was frustrated um you know i would be at a company for three four years five years you know jump go to a competitor work there for three or four five years be successful when i was there but you end up getting burnout and just wasn't happy and just had to make a change you know and it's um you know I, i i think of it a lot as it's kind of like having a kid when you're young you know and you're you're starting your family and you think well you know we're going to wait for the right time to have a kid right Mm -hmm. well that's that's never going to be you're never going to be financially prepared for what it involves um you're never going to you know you can think you are unless you're i mean if you're a trust fund child that's different but you know for the average joe there's never going to be the right time and I, th- I think it's the same way on making that leap into starting a business. There's never going to be a right time. Yeah. Right. You know, there's never going to be a right time. You know, had it not been for the stroke, I would almost promise you, Audwin would still be at FedEx. Definitely. Right. Well, maybe, Definitely.
1: maybe, I mean, unless you
0: got something the boot.
1: Well, well got the boot or, cause you had said no, several, I've, several managers have had multiple strokes yeah. and coronary yeah. disease,
2: yeah. so oh, yeah. maybe
1: Maybe not. I mean, would you still be here on this earth?
2: There's a a guy who is a very close mentor of mine and a number of other people, in particular, um, the black managers, uh, Michael Herring. I mean, I'm older than he was when he died. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he died. I mean, he died. And he he was, you know, outwardly, you would think he was a, you know, perfect picture, perfect health individual. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, he went for a walk with his wife. Came home and yeah. had a had a. And in no out. way are we trying to say FedEx kills its
0: employees, right?
1: Yes. No, I'm <laughs> not saying that. or causes stroke. Yeah, yeah. Right. I,
2: I, I, w- I would, what I would say <laughs> is that, yeah, uh, you know, I don't have any problems saying. I, I've said it numerous times. I mean, you know, I, I own my portion of it. Like right. It, mm-hmm. it is. It is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the one that would not say no. I'm the one that did. X number more projects than other people i'm the one that was launching seven flights when everyone else had three flights and mm-hmm. you know, all all of that all of it. so i own my part of it right um they are equal part like, yeah because mm-hmm. they, they you know
0: because I mean, that, that's a that's a good i think that's a good point to make because yeah. that's where you know, when you get into especially big corporations mm-hmm. yeah um you know to where at the top um you know the, the employees down the chain Um, They lose a lot of meaning, you know, they Mm -hmm. just become cogs in the wheel, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy, you know, to set back to upper level managers. And if Audubon's willing to jump in and volunteer and to take all this on and to drive, then by God, we'll take full advantage
3: of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: And, yep. you know, let somebody put themselves in a, yeah. in a position, you know, to where there's a lot of there's a lot of things across the country where we've built regulations to prevent people from doing that. You know, right. truck mm-hmm. drivers, we've had to do that with mm-hmm. truck drivers Great right. logs. You can only right. drive so many hours. You can mm-hmm. only bend the road. Why? Because people's drive will take right. over. Yes. Right. And they will go drive 16 hours right. a day yes. and go on no yes. sleep. And then, mm-hmm. you know, wrecks and fatalities go up. Yes. Yep. You know, and now we're getting ready to start off the, the NFL in the football season, you mm-hmm. know, and now they've had to put in concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because players will run back out there yes. yeah and yeah, push themselves more so I yeah.
2: and I think you know my doctor said it best he was like you know you you, you know you can control you Yep. Mm-hmm. you can medicate you know uh, genetics yep you know but you can't control that monster yeah mm-hmm. like FedEx is a monster you can't control it there's right. nothing mm-hmm. you can do yep. mm-hmm. and uh, when I looked at when I saw the writing on the wall and when I think of the the you know Michael and and Wayman, people having strokes and dying and stuff, and, and black men in particular mm-hmm. w- did not fare well, I mean, just right. yeah, honestly, and I was right. like, I'm not going to beat that, you yeah. know, so yeah. it was an easy decision for me, people said, man, you walked away from, you know, solid discs and 401k and mm-hmm. making this good money and whatever. Doesn't do you any good if they put you in a pine box and put you in the ground. Like, I, right. Right. What, what good yep. is that salary at that exactly. point? Yeah. It means nothing right. at right. all. So,
0: And at the end of the day, you know, I, I think the thing that, that we've learned, we've both learned through this process, is there are so many more rewards that come to entrepreneurship yeah. that ha- I never would have understood it mm-hmm. three years ago before mm-hmm. I did this. Mm-hmm. I yeah. never. Somebody could have explained it to me. And I would have said, yeah, but I can take vacations. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I can go do this stuff and I can, but there's just a certain, there's, there's just a certain freedom that Mm -hmm. comes with doing your own thing that it, it, you can't explain it to somebody that's not doing it. And I mean, when we've had this conversation about people, about, you know, you having friends, um, and you know who I'm thinking of that, that, you know, want to start and get into something, Mm -hmm. you know, and. But you can tell when you've done it and you've been in it and you go through it, you know, when somebody really has the drive to take yes. the lead mm-hmm. and yep. to do it. And then, you know, when people are just kicking tires yeah. Yep. and you and it becomes pretty easy to, mm-hmm. to, to figure out yeah. that, you know, you're yep. kicking tires. You're not really bought all in, yeah. you know, because if you were, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. We'd yeah. be talking about what you're doing, not about what you're
2: wanting to you get it. Right. You exactly. know,
0: and that that's the you know that's the change is mm-hmm. you you got to go from talking about wanting to do it to just doing it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then you know you'll never be prepared enough you know it's no, no. like what i was you're saying you're never going to be kid, ready you're never going to be ready <laughs> yeah. um you'll never you'll never be financially ready you know you can mm-hmm. you can have a nest egg that makes it easier Yeah. Right. um you know but that can be gone i kind of feel
1: like though i don't know having the if you had a nest egg if you had all this extra cushion would you have that fire under you to oh i think there's
0: i think there's a lot of people out there that do it i think there are a lot of people um you know because if you look at the the franchise industry Mm -hmm. you know a lot of franchise companies are built on um you you know maybe guys that have have worked 20 years in corporate america maybe they were Mm -hmm. former military and they've got a military pension Mm -hmm. um, and whatever it is and they leverage that into buy a franchise oh sure and to to go forward. You know or else mm-hmm. they they just go out and do their own gig, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and they they kind of use that cushion um you know just as so they don't have to have the stresses of from yeah, that's that true. comes with. That's but you true. know um, the, the,
2: uh, the thing about entrepreneurship is that I, no one there's no book that really tells you this, but like you really spend you spend a lot of money. I mean, you mm-hmm. burn money. You, I mean, the whole yeah. thing you got to spend money to make money, but yeah. like if you have a I had a, I had an decent cushion when I mm-hmm. set out on my own. Yeah. I mean and and but you know between you know getting a new vehicle and insurance for it and vendor insurance and you know now leasing a place that, yeah. that now FedEx isn't paying for my studio so I'm paying the four hundred dollars, right. you know. Right. Like all of a sudden, you know, you're you're literally writing a check for four hundred and fifty bucks is not a, at all an odd thing, let alone right. more, you know. Right. You know, I, the wood cuts I just got—it's it's like I don't know, fourteen hundred bucks, yeah. and I—I right. I just wrote that check. I didn't. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's yeah. not like, well, hey guys, are we on an installment plan? No, like, right? You coming to pick them up? You got two skids? it's yeah. Fourteen hundred bucks. That's yep. how it goes. Yeah. Yep. And um, so you just it it's you, I don't know. It's a different mindset because mm-hmm. you're you know you're generating money, but you're also spending that money, and yeah. you yes. have to kn- you just. You have to almost get accustomed to it. I told yeah. a friend of mine, yeah. uh, you know, a couple months ago, I was like, man, I, you know, I just spent, you know, 2600 bucks," And he was just like, he bought choked. Yeah. You yeah. know? And he's like, well, what would you get? I was like, well, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was like, not like I got a used car out of it. I mean, yeah. I've just got some wood and some bags and some chipboard yeah. and some, yeah. I just got stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And that's a, you know, that's a hard adjustment. You know, I went, I was, um. Yeah, I was completely unprepared when I did it. Mm -hmm. I just knew I had to do it Mm -hmm. and didn't know. I mean, when I did it, I had no idea even what I was going to do. I just knew Mm -hmm. I wanted to do something in woodworking, Mm -hmm. um, and I had no idea what that would be. And Mm -hmm. it really took me probably a year, year and a half um, to really nail down kind of the Mm -hmm. direction we were going to go. I mean, we tried several different things, and just, you know, you realize, you get into it, and you realize, well, where I want to be um it's it's something that maybe not easily repeatable mm-hmm. um you know or it's something that you're too involved in um and this comes from you know my background i think probably of, of looking at process improvement of you know mm-hmm. i want processes that are repeatable that i can pay other people to you do you wanted to figure yeah. it all out yeah. first right right, <laughs> right. yeah
1: and, and then just just jump in and do something and then just jump and then in then and learn yeah yeah yes, yep. yep. yeah
0: and so Um, so we were completely financially unprepared. Um, you know, we had, we had some money and stuff, but you know, we, we, we maxed out credit cards. Um, We did mm -hmm. all that stuff to get it because, you know, the one thing that I didn't prepare for was dealing with banks, Mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of things I should have done first with banks while I had a job, um, because Ah. you walk into a bank and you've had a business for a year um even though you can show them i'm paying all my bills yeah mm-hmm. i'm not i haven't missed a payment i haven't done anything like that they look at you like you're a, a cancer yeah or
2: mm-hmm. you're a pariah
0: that's going to mm-hmm. infect yeah. everybody in the bank is yeah. what they look at you like and then yeah. they just want nothing to
2: do with you they treat you like
1: a corporate number too oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah
2: i'm glad you said that i'm glad you said that because i don't i don't think and i think when we talked to nathan the other week we right. talked about that like that's the biggest eye opener for me. Yeah. Like while I was still on that pedex payroll, it would have been so much easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to to move financing forward on so yeah. many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean cuz I looked at it as, you know, well I have good credit. I've got, mm-hmm. you know, they can see I've paid all my bills. It yeah. shouldn't mm-hmm. be an issue. And well, I couldn't show them a check stub. You know, show me a yeah. pay stub. Yeah. Well, I don't you know i don't run a payroll for just myself yeah yeah you know when it was just me i don't run a payroll for just me i take what's left over absolutely that's what Mm -hmm. i got i gotta take what's left over right um so there's there's things that i could have done to better prepare ourselves you know financially Mm -hmm. to go into it um Mm -hmm. but the beauty about entrepreneurship is it forces you when you jump in it forces you to figure it out right and so you know and it's it's taken us you know really it's taken the three years to where now we're getting turned back around Mm -hmm. um but you realize that the things when you're when you're working for corporate america and you have a paycheck and you can say it say okay i've got this house payment i've got this car payment Mm -hmm. you know i've got a couple credit cards or whatever it is and you know this Mm -hmm. is what we've got going out this is what we're saving um when you when you jump in to be an entrepreneur you realize that wait the house payment is a weight like it never was yeah. before the yeah. car mm-hmm. payment's a weight like yeah, it never right. was before a credit yeah. card payment's a weight like it never was before mm-hmm. all those things that you have to write a check for every month mm-hmm. become a weight because now it's a number that i have to achieve past in order to have anything less for me whereas in corporate america then that's where i think most people that want to be entrepreneurs get Mm -hmm. hung up is Mm -hmm. they've got a check coming in every month they know where to pay those exactly they know i can pay this they know i can set this much aside they know i've got this much left over yep and when you're the entrepreneur one you don't even know whether or not you're going to have enough to pay all the bills and two there's no guarantee there's gonna be anything left over set aside yeah right and so Uh. you got to get to the point to where there's stuff left over right you know and that's that feels like a a milestone achievement in and of itself you know Mm -hmm. although I look at it and I'm like wow I've I've made less money in the last couple (laughs) years than you know it was I was probably 25 26 when I made this little bit of money but at the end of the day I'm I'm way happier you know That's sick
1: and twisted
0: it is it yeah, is because you and know, only
1: people that are entrepreneurs get it you're yeah yeah because yeah. i mean yes, I, I go into yes. my
0: doctor you know like a year ago oh
1: i'm so glad you're touching on this i go yes. into my
0: doctor and i've been on blood pressure medicine for mm-hmm. a long time and i had been out my prescription didn't get filled um it was you know so it was like four days before i could get into the mm-hmm. doctor Mm-hmm. Um, because you know you have to go in and have the checkup once a year, so he can renew the prescription. You know, and get you get your twelve refills off of it. So I went in, met with the doctor, and uh, my blood pressure was perfect. And um, he looks at me and he goes, "So what's going on?" He goes, "You know, blood pressure medicine. You've been off for four days. You shouldn't be in here with your blood pressure perfect after four mm-hmm. days." He's like, "So what's going on?" You know, and I'm like, "Well, you know, I made some changes in life." You know. It, we we'll got a job that I hated and I worked for myself and, you know, he's like, Oh, so, you know, no more money issues. And I said, Oh no, 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 that's <laughs> not it at all. Right. <laughs> you know? And I like, no, 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 that's, that's definitely not it. But um, I said, it's just, you know, it's just the, the joy of working for yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. and the freedom that comes with it created, it's just so much more relaxing. You right. know, you have the money stresses, none of that stuff goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it at some point in time hopefully it will as you grow and stuff but it doesn't go away it's still there Mm -hmm. it's just different it affects you different because you look at everything different Mm -hmm. um and so you know he i was able to go off blood pressure medicine that's amazing you know that's awesome man it is and i'm so
1: i'm so glad we touched on this because i texted back and forth with audwin about this this is Mm -hmm. i was so hoping we were going to touch on this because um like Odwin had a health scare that that, w- that was the catalyst for him. Yep. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you said you were kind of doing some things on the side anyway, mm-hmm. and you yep. wanted to, mm-hmm. and you weren't, let's use the word blessed. You were yeah. blessed with, um, making a full recovery, but yeah. that health scare is what propelled you yep. into entrepreneurship. Absolutely. And then, you know, you were talking about the benefits and the gifts that come with entrepreneurship mm-hmm. that, um, you don't even, a lot of them, you don't even realize, are right. going to come to, into play, right. and and I mean, I doubt you were. I'm guessing you weren't th- thinking about your. I want to get to the catalyst that pushed you over the edge, like you were ready to make the jump. But um, before that, like I just want to acknowledge that it's so fascinating to me that you know both of you are so much healthier, yeah. and this was a, a byproduct of you becoming an entrepreneur yeah. that you didn't even. It sounds like you didn't even necessarily consider, or, or maybe yeah, you considered, yeah. but it was just, it was unexpected and a wonderful blessing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, just, I'm just
0: thinking that, you know, I've got high blood pressure right. towards my family. You yeah. know, my dad was on high blood yes. pressure medicine. My sister takes it. You know, I had something I'm going to be on yeah. for the rest of my life. You right. know, I kind of put off taking it at first, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, once you start, you're right. on it. And yeah. then, you know, you now become you know dependent that's not on true. it. And now yeah it's completely not true now i'm off of it my mm-hmm. blood pressure's been great it's well, awesome man. um mm-hmm. so that you know i don't i don't know it's hard to pick like one specific catalyst that, can that be a pushed me over the edge but yeah. i was i was really working for a good company in new jersey um they treated treated me great mm-hmm. um i was having a bad sales year mm-hmm. um that may have been a big part of it and mm-hmm. part of the reason not part of the reason the entire reason um, I was having a bad sales year was I just, I wasn't, I didn't have the drive. Mm-hmm. You know, I just burned out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. Um, and it, it was, you know, a, a lot of things culminated in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had left a company that I'd been with. Um, I'd been their top sales rep. I'd been there, you know, five or six years, seven years. Um, I left. Uh, it was a family owned business. You know, they were they were good people when I were working there. Um, it, they were not yeah, you know, I don't know that they were the, the they wasn't the best run company, you mm-hmm. know, so to speak, but they were good people. Um, but when I left, um, you know, we got into a lawsuit over commissions and a non compete mm-hmm. and they still owed me money, um, and they didn't want to pay. Matter of fact they didn't even pay me for my last paycheck while I was there. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know. Wow. So I had to get an attorney and, you know, And all of a sudden business comes into it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you kind of got to the hard thing about a a hiring attorney is you really got to let them do what they do, Mm -hmm. you know, and they get dirty, they get their hands dirty and and they fight it out amongst themselves.
1: Now, this is the company?
0: Not in New Jersey. No.
1: Okay. The one before that. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: This was a local company. So I had all that weight on me. Mm -hmm. And so there was a list of accounts that I couldn't call on and talk to that I had long term relationships with um and stuff and so you know but i but i ended up being successful uh, my second year there i was the top salesman you know of the year but then that third year kind of like everything got resolved uh, the lawsuit had got settled i'd got paid what i was owed um all that stuff and that was a weight lifted off of me and i think when that weight came off of me um i, I don't know i don't know just just something within me just was realized that that didn't solve the issues of why mm. I wasn't happy, Yeah, yeah. you know, so yes. all that weight goes away and you're, you know, mentally you're, you're ready for that to go away because you're right. thinking, oh, this is going to be so freeing. It's right. going to, all these things that frustrate me and I'm stressed out about, that's going to take them away. And then it happens. And then you realize that, um, I still wake up the next day as unhappy with what I'm doing as yeah. I was the day before, Yeah, you that's know, when all that stuff goes on. Yeah. And so i think within that and then i had just a horrible year because i just i i didn't have the drive to be yep. successful mm-hmm. that i should have had and you know the 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 guy that was our chief revenue officer so he was my boss's boss um he was a, a absolutely great guy um at, at the company i work for in new jersey and it was a, a very well-run company but in our sales meetings one week we always had these you know monthly or weekly sales meetings um, he had put out this thing called the Two Percent Mindset, and it's this drawing on like a chalkboard, and you've got um, what makes the two percent successful, and you've got a circle, and you got all the things inside of it that the ninety-eight percent fits in, and then you've got the things outside of it that the two percent mindset does. And so, inside of the ninety-eight percent are things like you know um, you're fearful, you're, you're you know you're afraid of the risk, um, you know. Sh- stressed over money it's this all these things and you look outside of it and it's you know you're goal oriented and you're uh, yeah I can't even list them all now yeah, yeah. Um, but I still yeah. have it today Hang, it hangs on the wall above my desk and wow. I still look at it from time to time It's awesome and mm-hmm. just the more and more I sit and looked at that mm-hmm. um, you know that might have been the catalyst because mm-hmm. you know although when he puts it out there he's putting it out there thing you know with with the intention of <laughs> This is what salespeople, the top salespeople, this is their mindset. (laughs) And I'm looking at it going, wait, I'm in that circle of the 98%. And that's what's keeping me in this job. Right, the yeah. irony of that. That's yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I wanna yeah. I wanna be in the two percent. And yeah. yes. the two percent yeah. does not mean taking all those things and putting them into this job. That just yeah. d- d- didn't fit my life. It didn't yeah. fit what I wanted, it didn't fit what I felt. That's why yeah. And so I look at that and I go, Well, for me to get in the two percent, I've gotta I've gotta change what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a conversation with him um, you know, about just not being happy, not enjoying the sales anymore um you know and we talked about you know is there other roles within the company well there's really not any good roles that you can do remote in the yeah. company outside of sales mm-hmm. you know without taking a massive pay cut yeah um yeah and you know maybe that would have been smarter i took the massive pay cut anyway
3: but anyway but anyway so you get to do what you want to do yeah
0: I, ha- I have this conversation you know and, and he was he was good enough to say you know think about it let's both think about it um let's give it a week and let's talk next week and see where we're at
2: that is know? really cool and mm-hmm. so that's really I, cool, cause yeah, cool. Cause yeah a lot of people were like well you tender your nation, you're out." Yeah, here, yeah, you know. Right. You're, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 that's cool
0: and you know I think he realized at the time that that's that's probably what had to happen mm-hmm. you know if you got a salesman that their mind's not in it and they yeah. haven't done squat hardly in the last year um, you know, you kind of got to cut them loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there going, you know, this company actually was really great to me. Um, you know, I mean they, they recruited me away from the other. Um, I loved the people there. It was a well run company. And I just I felt bad of how the last year with them had been, that I, I didn't give them what they deserved. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that again. Mm-hmm. And I knew I couldn't jump back into it. my heart wasn't into it to do mm-hmm. it again. So I just, you know, my wife came home that night and I said, I think I um, quit my job today.
3: <laughs> you know,
0: God love her. She says, you know, she didn't bat an eye. She didn't uh-huh. bat an eye. She said, well, you know, you've always provided and take care of us. I'm not worried about it. And, uh-huh. mm-hmm. You know, so the call came around the next week and, you know, he's like, well, really, there's there's not much else I can do for you. And I am said, well, that's you uh-huh. know, I understand that. And there's you know, it's probably best that we just part ways. Mm-hmm. So, wow. so did you
1: just put like a two weeks notice in or did you just leave right then?
0: No. Um, so we actually had a couple of projects that we were working on. I had a couple of sales that we mm-hmm. were working on. Um, and so I told him, I said, I, I kind of want to see these out mm-hmm. and get these finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, yeah. once we get a decision out of them or get them closed or not closed, you know, we get a decision, they're not going to do it. Then I'm done. Yeah. Um, and and then we'd had a, a big account that we had sold um, uh, to a, a PG, what is it? Uh, the big utility in California. We'd sold a disaster recovery deal P- to the pg and
1: and e the one that was in on yeah. Aaron Brockovich, the yes. bad guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, did yeah. I say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> we allowed to so say that? Bad. the ones that put chromium yeah. eight or whatever. Yeah. In the yeah water.
0: So we, we had just designed done a big um, disaster recovery deal with okay. them um, mm-hmm. that I was partly me and another sales rep who mm-hmm. worked on it together. Um, and so I wanted to help get that implemented. I didn't feel it was right for me to get paid half the commission yeah. mm-hmm. for getting that closed yeah. and then dumping it all on the other right. sales yeah. rep to do all the yeah. work at the end. Yeah. Right. So I said, you know, I kind of want to get through the implementation of getting them live, you know, mm-hmm. which we were about 30 days from, yeah. and get this other deal kind of wrapped up. Yeah, and that's then, awesome. And then, you know, wow. be done at the end of that.
1: That says a lot, a lot about you with, you know, the, it sounds like that integrity is... Yeah, well, I mean, I just, you too, I, I, I just always do the right thing.
0: One of the things I always felt that served me well in sales mm-hmm. and you know, it, if you start a business as an entrepreneur, you're going to be selling, you're going to be selling yep. yourself. You're going to be selling your business. Yep. You know, even if you hire a sales guy to go out and up and down the street, mm-hmm. um, you gotta, you gotta do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and as much as I'd been burnt out on it, you mm-hmm. know, I still, still had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, you're always, I've always felt that I'm selling me, yeah. Yeah. That, yes. I, that it's my name, it's my reputation. Yeah. Um, I was never the the used car type that, you know, I could tell you the lemon was the greatest thing that we had uh, on the lot mm-hmm. and sell it to you. Um, I always just felt like I was selling me. Mm-hmm. yeah, uh, And that had always served me well. And so I just, I felt like I owed it to the the customers to stick it through. I sold them. I, I helped sell them on this idea and this product. Yep. And I should at least be there, you know, rather than just. Writing a contract, taking my commission, and then telling them, "Oh, by the way, I quit, yeah. and I just sold you this, and somebody else <laughs> right. is going to deal with right. it and get you right. live on it." Right? I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to be that guy. We
1: well, wouldn't want to be treated that way either. No. Yeah. No.
0: No, yeah. I wouldn't. And yeah. you know, and and they were understanding enough. He was appreciative enough of that, mm-hmm. um, and so he, he agreed to let me do that, and that's how we parted ways.
2: And I, I also think, as an entrepreneur, one of the one of the key things that you have. Is integrity like mm-hmm. you you know we're especially with social media and stuff I mean word spread so fast but you know you honor what you say yeah mm-hmm. show up when you say you're gonna yep. show up do what you say you're gonna do provide a product the way you say you're gonna provide it uh, someone talked I was talking to someone yesterday who wanted me to do XYZ yep. and they said I tell you what don't worry about this and this do it just just crap it out just do it real quick and simple we'll make it real simple and you you can do a lot of them and it won't take you much time and i was like that's not what i do mm-hmm. right. i i you know respectfully if i do it like that it's not going to be at the standard that everything else i've done is at. right mm-hmm. so that that's not, and then that's not right to 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 give someone it's not right to pay for that it's not right, right to to put that product up. First of all, it represents me and I don't want it. And right. so that I, I that's an, an important thing. Like, because yeah. I think you said that the last podcast, like people are buying from a person. Yep. Yes. And if you don't have in tech, that's the only thing you have. And people yep.
1: buy from people they know, like, and trust. Yeah. Yes. And think that's a Zig Ziglar thing, right? I mean, but it, it's, it's classic it's and it's absolutely true. True. Yep. Absolutely yep.
2: true. Yep. I mean, yep. I, I, it, this might sound weird to I mean, So you know, when, when I have my phone in my little square tab in mm-hmm. it and I'm processing, I did a lot of business at WAMFest over the weekend, every one of them was a white person. Like, there was not one black person that came through that bought anything. And, you know, these are trying times and people always talk about this and that and stuff. There's got to be an air of trust mm-hmm. anytime that you give your card to someone right. and swipe sure. it through their yeah. phone. Yeah. Yeah. So... You, you factor that in, I mean, in, in an area where it's you know, predominantly white, you know, mm-hmm. and you're a black guy. I mean, it, it's there's a sense of pride that comes with the fact mm-hmm. that, that people I exude and people know through past transactions that I trust him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, He's going to do what he says. If, if something's wrong, he makes it right. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. It's yeah. exponential multiplier times a thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't trust you, yeah. you're done. Yep. You're yep. done. And so I, I think that says a lot about you. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they they don't give points for it and no right. one marks it and it's not in your resume, but it's what helps move you forward. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: I mean, it, it helps me sleep better at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, you know, and it mean that, you know, I've talked before, I think with Audwin a little bit, another buddy I've talked with a lot, that it's, it, it would be very easy in this world to go out and make a lot of money if you're willing to cut corners and be crooked yeah. Yeah. you know i mean it is mm-hmm. yeah. it, it it's it would be very easy for you to lie on a bank statement you know on, on an application to a bank because mm-hmm. um, there's only so much of that stuff that they can check yeah. it'd mm-hmm. be very easy to get a loan and lie about information mm-hmm. Um, there's just, there's a lot of ways, you know, doing it honest is definitely much harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how anybody can sleep at night doing it yeah. a different
3: way.
1: Right, right. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, because you think of the, you know, the one we had here locally, like the, the Tim Durham. Yeah. You know, um, you already had the one up in Geist, the yeah. Martin yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. that tried to oh, ditch just yes. his plane, you know. Yes. Yeah. And just yeah. The, the weight that these people must, you know, kind of live with of knowing that the whole thing's a sham, you know, like how does, how does Bernie Madoff live? Uh,
1: I don't know. Of course we could go on a totally, well, this is the, the, you know, where we get segue into other things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like we throw around the term narcissist a Mm -hmm. lot, but a lot of those people are sociopathic and have those narcissistic tendencies and they don't think the rules apply to them and they, it's totally okay in their mind. It's, it's a mental illness. So, (laughs) you know, perhaps Uh, there's that. They probably don't even consider that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess they figure that it's, you know, I think too many of them, yeah, it probably is the narcissist part where they figure they're always going to be able, they're going to somehow be able to catch it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to make it it's up. It's a game It's for never going to catch up. up to them. It's a game yeah, for them. Yeah, they're going to be able to stay ahead of yeah. it, and eventually they can't stay ahead yeah. of it, and they, they get yeah. caught up. Yeah. So, yeah. H-
2: having said that, it still pissed me off when, when I applied for a loan, was it two years ago now? Yeah, I think it was two years ago, have paid every bill, great mm-hmm. credit score, I had almost $30,000 in the bank. Yeah. And they were looking at what I earned. Mm-hmm. What what I could prove that I mm-hmm. earned yeah. because like you said, I I take what's left over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's why all my bills are paid. Yeah. Yeah. Like that 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 me and Yeah. Oh, I was oh, I was so on, mad. On yeah. on paper I it looks so awful. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I was like, what, what are you, an idiot? Like, yeah. don't you understand? Yeah. How yeah. can you not yeah. see this? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the person, because it's who I bank with, and she was like, I know, Adwin, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, it's, it was them who said them, meaning, you know, corporate, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. I was just like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like, even what I'm asking for is not much more than what I have sitting in a bank. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I I just, it it doesn't make any sense. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But somewhere
0: they've got bean counters that, you know, you're, Mm -hmm. they look at you like a number and they Mm -hmm. crunch it out. Yeah. That's what they come up with. I mean, the thing that we've been dealing with, you know, lately that's frustrating is the credit score.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
0: how in the world this thing is calculated is is, is the great mystery of mankind. (laughs) Right. Um, Because, you know, you... You pay an account off and closed it. Like, uh-huh. for we had a car that belonged to a daughter of ours, um, and we kept the car when she didn't need it anymore, and we paid it off, and mm-hmm. so that account closed, mm-hmm. and it drops our credit score. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like how how now yeah. all of a sudden me having one less liability because I closed that, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, or you know, as we've gotten better, we've started closing credit cards. Yeah, you know that yeah. we didn't use or whatever, yeah. we paid them off, we closed them, and now that dings you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, wait, why is that? right yeah. right why is that dropping my credit score I, you know yeah because you
2: know, things because of life the life of the because that they they measure the life of your yeah history of the mm-hmm. cards which is ridiculous if, if you pay, the whole goal is to pay the damn thing off well yeah yes.
1: yeah that well is, yeah
0: it is to us it's not to the bank right exactly and then that's, that's they want to keep
1: what, you in debt and that's yes. the thing is if you guys follow you know like Dave Ramsey like he calls it the I love debt score you know yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and that I mean and, and it's true because yeah, it true. The, the best thing that you can do for a credit score is to have debt and mm-hmm. pay it mm-hmm. you know have don't a mid-level of credit cards don't max your credit cards out don't have them at zero and close right. them keep them in the middle Right. You know, keep it about a 40 percent balance on yeah. your credit cards yeah. and that's the best thing for your credit score. And I'm super and yeah. No, I'm so you get dinged when you mm-hmm. when you close these things yep. and you're no longer wanting to participate in the in the debt cycle yeah exactly that they, that they make their money off of you get deemed
1: yeah it's they're trying they are trying to keep you in that cycle and that's the thing is i'm super curious you know because like i just was telling odd that like tony and i are working on paying off our house and <laughs> depends on if we buy a generator we're still we're probably still out of power <laughs> at my house this is what august 21st we had a massive storm yesterday but um the goal is and we're on track to pay off our house by like december 1st if not okay. sooner which is amazing we've been kicking our own asses to I do bet. it um yeah. it's going to be interesting though not having a mortgage like you know i yeah. have yeah. for business i mm-hmm. do have a credit card that i'm paying on yeah. but tony doesn't have any credit card debt yeah. so let yeah. me keep our separate our business our yeah. um, expen- uh, bleh, finances separate um so it's going to be really interesting to see his, you know, both of us have great credit. Yeah. Um, is his credit score going to d- go down? Yeah. And then, you know, a yeah. few years from now, when I, you know, have that credit card paid off, yeah, is it is it going to go down because yeah. I'm not per- it, because we're not participating? Well, and
0: it will make a short term when you close when you pay off the mortgage yeah. on December first, your yeah. credit score will drop. Right. You know, I'm but, okay but it comes that. back <laughs> up. It, is, yeah. it comes back up fairly quickly okay. from those sorts of things. So it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't crush you. Yeah. Um, but it, it's. It's just odd to me. That's insane. that insane. Yes. Putting yourself in a better financial position. Dings yes. your credit score temporarily. Yes. That's insane. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's.
2: It's absolutely insane. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Scientist to look at the history and see they had mm. a card for eight years, paid it down to zero kept it up and then closed it because they weren't using it right right you had a mortgage paid it off that's the goal like that's that's what you want to be at and you paid it off and it's like oh well, (laughs) you see here you paid that off that's an issue uh, right you were
1: well that's just like jb said that's our goal but it's not their goal so yeah yeah, we could totally get off on another (laughs) go down a rabbit hole about this but i want to circle back to jb when you were talking about like um you know the things that culminated you cu- culminated in you it sounds like there's um, several things like you were thinking about um, you know what your dad would have wanted for you and how you were yeah yeah, yeah you weren't like k- doing a lot of manual labor, but you still didn't love what you did. and then just um, you weren't able your heart just wasn't in it. There were just several factors that yeah. made you decide to like, okay. And and then you went home and told your told your wife that you're like okay well I just quit my job today right so um, at the beginning of our talk you were talking about uh, thank you um, that you try you you were kind of like trying to figure out like um, kind of the how to on what was going to be I can't remember the words you used but I guess basically what I want to ask is what were some of the things you kind of stepped into before going into your business oh yeah okay yeah. so Sorry. so
0: we did um, <laughs> so we started you know we we tried like craft shows we did craft mm-hmm. shows with different furniture you know we mm-hmm. kind of built furniture and we went after to craft shows and did that to see you know and that drove mm-hmm. that drove some just business on building some custom furniture pieces and stuff like that um, we did cutting boards
3: mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm. and so we wanted to you know the thought was could we create a line of cutting boards? that go out there Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, you start running into government regulation there Mm -hmm. and you you know, that you got to you know, it's like a $50,000 fee. You got to go through and have your facility inspected to make sure it's food safe in order to, you know, you know Mm -hmm. commercially sell cutting boards and boy that that would look bad on
1: your pnl right right yeah (laughs)
0: it's like well you know yeah yeah i'm I'm still trying to figure out ways to pay my mortgage not come up with uh 50 grand to pay for a government inspection right you know and um but there's there's things like that and then we did um you know we i don't know kicked around several different ideas and then uh the, the biggest change was we started to use home advisor, you know, I kind of got to a point where I said, okay, I'm going to have to commit some money to marketing us online mm-hmm. and, you know, more, not just Google AdWords or Google mm-hmm. search or that sort of stuff. Um, so we gave home advisor a try mm-hmm. and we started getting some business out of home advisor. Um, and then we started realizing that, that home advisor is 90% scam, 10% mm-hmm. good business. Okay. Um, and So, you know, you get the frustrations of dealing with that, and Mm -hmm. I think they're in the middle of a major class action lawsuit now over it and stuff. Um, But that did give us, you know, I I will give it credit enough that that kind of gave us the the kickstart when we started really jumping into the the cabinets and custom cabinetry Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um, to where it got us going. And then, you know, we've kind of the last year um, have kind of just been off a referral and word of mouth that Mm -hmm. we've been able to work from. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but it, I mean, that's, so we, we tried a lot of different ways to do it and things that, that we could do. Um, you know, we we started trying to do the, like farmhouse furniture and the farmhouse Mm -hmm. tables and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, there's too many guys in their garage doing that, you know, Mm -hmm. too many, you know, the, the sad thing is, um, I looked at a lot of the things from a a business standpoint of, uh, I want to make X amount of money. Mm Mm-hmm and so i needed a a product and i needed a way to go out and make x amount of money
1: you're trying to create a system
0: i'm trying to create the system yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and so you realize that you know okay well it takes you so many hours to do this farmhouse table um, and the one thing in the crafter scene that me and me and Audwin talked about is you get a lot of old retire guys that don't mm-hmm. need income. Yeah, they're oh, just out there doing it because it's their hobby it's fun. Yeah. and what they. Yes. Yeah, it's fun, and what they make off of it, they make off yeah. of it. Yes. And so when you're going in there, and man, I'm trying to pay my house payment and yes. feed my family and doing all this stuff on it. I can't just give it away and make five dollars right. margin because mm. i enjoy doing it mm. you know i need mm. to i need to make a good profit margin on it mm-hmm. and so you know that kind of steered us towards things that people were willing to pay for mm-hmm. to have you know ikea and those sort of things have for a lot of part killed custom furniture mm-hmm. i mean there's, there's still the market for it right um but it's a very small niche market and right it's very hard um to crack into Mm-hmm. especially if you haven't don't have a a design degree and have awards or things that your furniture has won mm-hmm. yeah. um it's it's a it's a very difficult thing to crack into mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. so, you know, we went after, well, you know, kitchen cabinets, people will pay to have custom cabinets built. Right. Um, and so we, we partnered with companies mm-hmm. that could provide our doors and drawers and give us all the options and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And yeah. so we started going into that. Um, and then we just got into, you know, doing basements and various other things. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. So you,
1: you specialize in kitchen cabinets. Uh, do you do bathrooms too?
0: Um, bathrooms? We try to stay away from bathrooms. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is <laughs> there a story there? No, it's just so within bathrooms. There's you know typically there's a lot of tile and stuff yeah. like that, and okay. we're, we're not tile guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know you got to have a good tile guy, mm-hmm. and it's just we tried to stay with things that that we can do. And mm-hmm. you know now as as times went on, we've gotten into more, you know, where we're bringing in more subs and mm-hmm. stuff to do work, to where it's not so much us mm-hmm. doing the work. But that's a big part of why we're pushing through trying to do the the acquisition that we're working on right now, buying a larger cabinet company, because it's, you know, it's like I told my wife the other day, I said that I think I served two purposes over the last few years with what I've did. One, I'm the type of, I need to understand what goes into it and learn it so Mm -hmm. that I can manage people that do it. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I want to be able to call somebody's bluff, you know, when an employee Mm -hmm. says, well, I can't do this, you know, and I never want to be in a position to worry about an employee can hang something over my head. Mm that you know because I mean I came from the corporate world in data and you deal a lot with programmers and IT mm-hmm. and those things are foreign yeah and you know and as and, and sad as it is to any IT people or programmers listening out there um but but they can they can sandbag and demand uh-huh. they have a lot of demands in corporate America mm-hmm. um that don't get questioned because yeah. people, no one knows nobody knows no one knows mm-hmm. you know nobody sure. knows You know, the the most CEOs didn't come up out of the IT world. Right. And so when the IT department comes in and says we need twenty million dollars for servers um he, he okay yeah mm-hmm. he has no idea it's something what like it if is. you're not an
1: IT person you don't understand yeah. it and yeah it's like getting yeah, your car fixed yeah. if you're not the yes. mechanic,
0: you know you just got to yeah. kind of take their word yeah. that what yeah. they're telling you is wrong with your car is yeah. wrong with your car you know if it's not yeah. a flat tire and I can see it I yeah. just I don't know right why it's causing you it. just yeah you know <laughs>
1: you just go yeah. along with yeah it.
0: and so I, I just yeah. kind of you know I wanted to learn how to go out and do it all myself so that mm. i never be put in a position where an employee comes in and says you know either you pay me this or I'm not going to do the job and you're stuck and having to pay him yeah so that that's part of it that's good yeah and so in the end the other, the other part I think that drove me was just um, you know my dad was such a blue collar guy I think there was a part of just the last couple of years that just you know I wanted to prove to myself that I could work like he did mm-hmm. yeah. um, but now two years into it I'm realizing that Good Lord! Now I know <laughs> why he didn't want that's, me to work like he did because so this, the, this yeah. sucks. Manual labor sucks. Yeah, exactly.
1: So you've you've had the uh, experience with creating and working with your hands and yeah, working yeah. with your body, and yeah. it's like you, now sometimes you just have to experience it to know what you, you to know what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, you and have to experience what you don't
0: want to do. Yeah, forever. and I've always been, you know, I yeah. guess hands-on, mm-hmm. you know, I, I remember taking the, uh, what is it, the Myers-Briggs test, uh-huh. um, or, or one of the, I don't remember if it was Myers-Briggs, or one of them when I went into college, in your freshman year, you got like your orientation class, and you take this test, and it gives you your ideal professions. Yeah. Mm, yes, you know? yes. And yep. my number one was aircraft mechanic. Oh, was okay. what it told me I should do for a living. Would be I could see
2: you. I know a lot of aircraft mechanics from mm-hmm. FedEx. You would be a
0: damn good aircraft mechanic. <laughs> but I've always been... You know, I mean, I I grew up working on cars. I grew up Mm -hmm. working on my dad's excavating equipment. You know, that's that's really what bonded me and Doug together when we were growing up in Uh, in high school and stuff was we worked on cars together. Yeah. Um, So I've always kind of had that want to be hands on and create Mm -hmm. um, and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, now over time, I want to. And I just I don't want to do the manual
2: labor. You know? Right, right. Like,
1: yeah. If you if you kind of jump in there and do a little bit of it, maybe now and then, right. but just to not have to do that. So right. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh.
2: Great. I think I think probably both of us over the last couple of years. I mean, as much as we enjoy what we're doing, we we've probably talked more about the fact that we need to get from being the guy doing all the yes. work. Yeah. To getting someone else to do mm-hmm. the work and then managing that—that's mm-hmm. um, probably the most reoccurring, yeah. common yeah. thing. Oh you yeah. Know? And, yeah, and
0: and it's a challenge because when you when you I guess you know for for lack of a better term when quality is you know everybody mm-hmm. says well quality is what we do. But when you're, you know, you kind of have a perfectionist type mindset, Yeah. Uh, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. And, and I believe we talked on another one about me failing keyboarding class, yeah. you know, so many times uh-huh. because that perfectionist mindset, yes, it's I hard that. to take your hands off. Yes. Um, and so that's it's your
1: baby. It is. It yes. is. And it's, yeah. it's
0: your name on the product. Yep. It's your. And so that's kind of what it has led us down the road of, of making an acquisition was, I've been able to see the quality of the work that these guys do. Mm-hmm. And so I know it, it measures up to what I do. Mm-hmm. And so it's a whole lot easier to kind of, to turn I'm hoping it is anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. Right. You said in a month or so? Yeah, a month or so. Okay. Uh, we're hoping to close on it early October. Okay. Um, but to take your hands off. Yeah. You know, and, and trust that these people are going to do the same quality of work that you would do, mm-hmm. you know, or better. Mm-hmm. you know, and then that's, you know, that's one of the things that I've tried to surround myself. Um, you know, my friends circle now is a lot different than what it was when mm-hmm. I was younger, you know, and, and, and that's part of it's back to changing what you're, you know, what we talked about earlier on Right, mm-hmm. is my friends now, are a lot more of them are entrepreneurs, they're business owners, um, because it's just, it, it's, you know, not just commonplace in life, but right. it's, it's people that I feel I can learn from and I yeah. can, I can gain mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. off of, okay. you know, and, one of the hardest things you know i got a friend don we did a podcast with him it was our first one we did yeah um you know and one of the things he's me and him have had a lot of talks about is he really his business really jumped when he started when he went from hiring guys that he knew he knew more than
3: mm-hmm. and he could kind of
0: guide him to hiring guys that might know more than him yeah you know or they're smarter than him they're younger they've got you know newer software yeah. they, they've They've got more knowledge on things yes, that he does. Yes, because they're assets. Yes, it's yes. It's no longer an employee. Now I've got an asset yes. in my company. Yeah. Yeah. And he said that's that's really what made the leap for him in, mm-hmm. in growing his business when his mindset changed from that. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what I'm working on mm-hmm. in myself is, is changing my mindset of going from, you know, looking at guys that, you know, okay, I know more than they do. And so I got to have them out on the job because what you learn is you're never those people you're never going to feel comfortable turning it all yeah. the work over to yeah the
1: ones that you know more than yes, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah you're never going to feel comfortable yes. turning over all the yes. work to them yeah and so you've in order to really do it and do it effectively you've got to hire the guys um that know more than you that have done it yes. longer than you i mean i've done it three years there's carpenters right. out there that've done it for 20 or 30 right um, Yeah. guys that know more than me they've done it longer than me um and but then you got to figure out, you know, you got to have the confidence to be able to manage those guys. And mm-hmm. what's
2: interesting about that, too, is it goes all the way full circle about the cost of doing business. Because the guys that you mm-hmm. are always going to have to manage are not going to cost what the yes. guys yes. that know more yes. or as much as you yes. are. So there, again, what yeah. you talked about earlier about the fear factor. Like, yep. when you go to the next level, mm-hmm. there's a new level of fear. Because now it's like, a, yeah. Uh, if yeah. I, I can afford this guy, but I don't even know if I really mm-hmm. value the work that he does. But I know mm-hmm. he shows up and he does work. Right. This guy is lights out. Mm-hmm. But man, like what kind of financing am I going to take on to bring that guy on? Yeah. yeah. And so you have to believe and have faith that yeah. his abilities are going to bring in the volume of work yeah. that's going to ultimately benefit yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: and that's you know that's where we got to is we realized that in order to get those people, um, I w- we were we were going to spend money. We mm-hmm. were either going to spend money and set it aside and say I've got to hire these people full time that I know I can go generate work for, mm-hmm. and then I can just let them go do the work. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I've, I, that's not going to be instantaneously. I don't. I just we don't have the work right now that I can hire somebody and have forty hours of work mm-hmm. a week. Right. For right. that sp- person, yeah. right. you know, I mean, we're, we're busting our hump to get the 40 hours a week for, for me and the couple guys I right. got. Right. right. Um, and so, and we're, we're not there yet with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's either we've got to set aside the money so that mm-hmm. we can pay them for 40 hours a week, knowing they're not going to work 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So right. in order to give them incentive to, to take the job, right, right? you know, cause they're, they're not going to leave the job there 40 hours of work and mm-hmm. right. guaranteed, you know, um, or, We take that money and we put it into acquiring a business that's already got its own book of business its own customer base its own that and then we grow that business right and so you know once we stood back and looked at it we're spending the money either way Mm -hmm. right you know i've either got to spend it Mm -hmm. you know because the one thing we can't do is stay where we're at
3: right you know exactly. I mean, that,
0: that's just yeah. it's just a grind yeah it's a grind yeah. every day mm-hmm. it's yeah. a grind yeah. and not not it's a physical grind yeah. and yeah. eventually age catches up to you and yes. age yeah. wins every time yep. You does. know age you, Absolutely. You, it's undefeated yeah um. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good yeah. quote man it is I it mean, age mean, is it, age it <laughs> is undefeated it, it really is yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know some people fight it off longer than others by staying healthy and whatever but it it is undefeated Mm -hmm. in the end and so we
1: have to work smarter instead of harder too you have to be yeah and that's you're investing in your business too and that's I keep thinking back to like the what the the five people that you spend the most time with is like you're a culmination of that and so it's like hiring good people that's going to help your business grow you know and that's the thing too it challenges you you're talking about hiring people that like i think odwin mentioned like hiring people that like have 20 years experience and you've been doing this for three years and they say like how do you get better at tennis or whatever it is you're trying to do play with someone who's better than you Uh,
0: so and that's and and that's kind of what we're at and i also believe her that you're never you're if, if you're still working and actively growing and driving a business mm-hmm. and running it, um, you're never too old for a mentor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. part of what we're, we're, you know, hoping to gain out of this is the, the existing owner, he's going to stay on. And he's had this okay. business for almost 30 years. It's 28 mm-hmm. years now he's wow. had it. And they they have a very niche product of what they do mm-hmm. um so we do a lot more than what they do we'll, oh, we'll, cool. we'll take on bigger jobs than what they do our average customer is about twice the amount of money as what their average customer is mm-hmm. um but he's had a business that he has built very successful for 28 years yeah mm-hmm. and, and there's not a lot of people that no, have right no and so you know and and you know i would you know had discussions with the 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 banker that we're using is you know i I want to retain that guy Mm -hmm. because the the for me the biggest mistake would be i don't need him yeah i've I've Mm -hmm. got enough knowledge that i don't need him because i assure you in three years of doing this um (laughs) i have not learned more about it than he has in 28 even though he is into a a smaller niche than what we do Right. right you know he he does that very well and so it's to figure out you know what led him into those processes what his processes are are other ways he don't have a lot of automation in it so that's one of the things we're looking at doing as part of it Mm -hmm. is bringing in some cnc stuff um automating some processes bringing in some more inventory tracking and those sort of things Mm -hmm. that just go back to my you know kind of business yeah Yeah. you know background and stuff like that and
2: you also don't want to uh understate the optics of taking over the business and Mm -hmm. then flicking him off to the right. side, right. like right. to the, the people yeah. left, because right. even mm-hmm. the people that don't like him yeah. know him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's, he's kind of life raft yeah. in the yeah. transition, really, if you think yeah. about it for a couple of years or however long, you know? Yeah. And then, and, and that's the,
0: you know, to be honest with you, that's the scariest thing about buying a business is mm-hmm. you're buying a business. And if you buy it and I walk in the first day, I'm the owner and all the employees say, well, we don't want to work for you. We're walking out. Yeah you know i'm in a bad bad spot right (laughs) you know (laughs) right (laughs) so you know that that, and that's that's one of the worries is you don't know you don't know know until that day comes how the employees are going to react yeah you know now on the flip side you know their employees they need a paycheck that's why they're working Mm -hmm. right um and so you know the odds of that happening are slim yeah but you also don't want you know you don't want to lose the best guy. You don't Mm -hmm. want them to start looking or start wondering, you know, is now the future of the company shaky? Is their job shaky? Are they not important to it? Um, So it gives you through that process, it gives you a time to kind of, you know, so to to clean it up, so to speak, you know, Mm -hmm. because maybe there's guys he's been hanging on to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and he's going to say, You know, as part of it that, you know, conversations with him that, you know, this Mm -hmm. is if you got to let somebody go, this is the guy to let go. and So you're going to learn, you know, where the kind of the dead weight is that that he wishes he could get rid of himself. And so then that makes maybe a clean time to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but I don't really anticipate that. I think he's got a good group of guys. Well,
2: I think one of the best things I've learned that I love about working for myself versus managing for a Fortune 50 company is that every Every potential opportunity mm-hmm. when I was at FedEx was a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just had to, whatever it was, it's like, you do this and you're going to get a BZ, which is like a, a bonus or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh my God, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then every problem as an entrepreneur is a potential opportunity. Yes. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, and, and it's, it's just a change yeah. in words, but like, and the, energy. Yeah, the this this yeah. problem is a great opportunity. Those people don't know you from Adam. Right. They right. don't know anything about you. You know, you are gonna end up being something that's gonna be a wonderful influx, you and Melissa and what you guys wanna do. Mm-hmm. And then in a couple of years we'll, we'll look back and, you know, maybe some people fall off and whatever it's changed, you get to right. fall off stuff. But the the ones that collectively stay and everything's good, are gonna be like, yeah, man, look at look at the projects we're doing or yeah. look at the look at the things i've learned like yeah. i haven't had to learn anything yeah. for 20 years you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh so i i just i i i am excited about mm-hmm. the opportunity yeah.
0: yeah oh so are we so are we um you yeah. know and the one thing that that it, it's kind of led us into and is is and we're going to be able to do some episodes off of this are it's really not that challenge there's there's enough Programs and assistance out there for people that want to buy a business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you if you don't have an idea, if you want, you know, you got the drive to be an entrepreneur, you want mm-hmm. to work for yourself, but you just don't have an idea mm-hmm. of of what you can go create and start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, buying a business may be an option for you if you've got mm-hmm. a you know, oh. good 401k and you've got that. Oh. And it's it's actually a, a it's not a real challenging process, you know, so, I mean, we're going to set up, we're going to do an episode with, um, we're going to have our our SBA lender, I want to do an episode with our SBA lender Mm -hmm. um, to talk about that process. Very cool. Um, You know, and and a couple other people that have been involved with it. That would be huge. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just, there's enough programs out there to work with banks. Mm -hmm. You got, you know, the one thing we started in this process last year, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we were at that point in time, we didn't have two full years of tax returns on my business. So that scared off a bank a little bit. Mm Um, their business, they had showed a loss on their P&L. They were mm-hmm. still cash flow positive, mm-hmm. but they had showed a loss on their P&L. Right. Um, that runs off banks mm-hmm. immediately in a lot of cases. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because banks, there, there's bean counters in banks that look at the bottom of a and l And I swear sometimes they don't understand the difference between cash flow yes. and profit. Yeah, um, You know, even though... The owners may have cash flowed themselves a couple hundred grand a year the business showed a forty thousand dollar loss right. and mm-hmm. so it's oh well i showed a loss last year well it yeah. only showed a loss because they continued to pay themselves the 200 grand right yeah. you right. Know, what is they that they owner's was, equity or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah if they would have cut their pay right they could have made it zero yeah. right. you know it ends up being oh uh, well they just didn't do their tax planning very well they had a couple mm-hmm. bad months they didn't lay people off they kept paying them and then they didn't the mm-hmm. tax plan towards the end of the year for that mm-hmm. um so it's you know it is what it is but just you know so i i'm i'm hoping there's enough content that comes out of it that creates some future episodes oh i think, I think so. I because mean, there's a lot of people that i think could do it mm-hmm. um and they just don't understand at all how the process works right. so i'm hoping we can we can do an episode or yeah. two on That'd really helping people understand how the process works on, yeah. on buying absolutely. a business
2: absolutely that would know, be really no, cool. I, and i think you know i think it'd be good to you know as we do these i mean even double back and see you know where are we next year versus this time Mm -hmm. this year yeah you know like you know i'm grinding still but i realize how much further i am ahead of where i was last year right yeah
1: yeah especially because it's so easy to get uh what we call my coaching group accomplishment amnesia yeah (laughs) yeah like oh my gosh yeah yeah and then you know you you just forget
0: Mm -hmm.
3: how far you've
0: gone. yeah Well, when you're, we know when you're starting out and you're building it, there's a lot of things that you'll throw money at, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of things that you will take on just to get the revenue from it. Right. Yeah. And as you go through it and you learn, you learn that there's there's good revenue and there's bad revenue. You know, just because it's money in your pocket Mm -hmm. um, doesn't make it a smart job to take on or smart, you know. Yeah.
3: Yes. For
0: sure. And so you know, as you get through, so you're still grinding. You're that's still grinding, yeah. but you've, you've gained a lot of wisdom of what's smart to grind on, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, For and shorts sure. and For sure. so that, that helps you get ahead. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. And then that's the thing is I'd love to piggyback on. Like, uh, we talked about like when we did my podcast about owning your worth and just yeah. valuing yeah. what it is, the services yeah. and the products that you have to offer. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'd love to talk about that. Cause I think odd when you recently raised your rates, did you tip, was it you that said something like you raised your rates and I mean, uh, on the products that you carry, and someone didn't you just yeah. recently mm-hmm. raise? Yeah,
2: that? Raise go ahead and, and talk and about. And, it and yeah, someone's I, like, "Oh, I,
3: yeah, great." I
2: raised it, and she was the, the lady, and I was like, "Man, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna raise it. I'm gonna raise it in a new show, new area. Yeah. You know, they I haven't been there before, and like one of the first sales was like, I love the fact that you're so affordable. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you you your stuff yeah. is great. I love it, but what's really important It's so affordable and I'm like
1: and you just raised I'm like price. I just
2: raised it like yeah. she would have been cool she would have said the same thing ten dollars less you know what yeah. I mean yeah. per item like, yeah.
1: or maybe bought. ten dollars more Who yeah. Knows? yeah Yeah. that's
2: right. what like, I'm saying yeah. I was I was like yeah man, man I've been hunting yes. in the wrong grounds like it's yeah. yeah. you know well I
0: mean we had that conversation in, in my shop working yeah. late getting yeah. ready for the, uh, the cover bridge, bridge I think and yeah. we you know, talked about raising your prices yeah. and mm-hmm. you know the fact that yeah. it's the um you know, you get into, um, you know, I don't want to deep dive into to economics and all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's there's the, the, you know, kind of the equilibrium yeah. price point mm-hmm. that you get to. And it's the, uh, you know, I'll never forget it in, in one of my economics classes. Um, you know, the professor explained it as if you were a hairdresser.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can do one haircut a day for $1,000. Mm-hmm. Or you can do 100 haircuts a day for $10. Right. You know which right. which do you take right, right. And start, well well both are needed right you know both right. are both are needed in yep. the economy yeah. right yeah. so it's really at, at
3: mm-hmm.
0: what, do you, what do you pick what mm-hmm. do you pick your product and your market to be mm-hmm. um that you go after mm-hmm. and you know there's especially on the on the remodeling side there's a ton of guys that'll go take the 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 ten dollar and mm-hmm. do a hundred of them mm-hmm. um you know and it's almost a race to the bottom you know yeah. I, I just yes. always you know facebook people put out there's anybody know a good contractor yeah. for this yes we and talked i about always that, yes. yeah and i always hope my name doesn't come up because yes. that's just a that's just a dive to the bottom yeah yeah you know yeah. and it's just like you know knowing your worth is mm-hmm. you know you, you need to go into it knowing that Have this to. is the goal of what i expect to make a year because this is yes. what i'm worth yeah and maybe you determine that by This is what i can make if i go do something else in corporate america i know what i can make there Mm -hmm. um and so if i'm going to work for myself i need to at least make that
3: yeah Mm -hmm. you know
0: but then but when you're starting out it's scary oh yeah oh my gosh
1: yes because you're so afraid like oh if i charge too much people are going to go away or they're not going to buy my thing i'm going to lose clients and and that's the thing is when you (sighs) the hairstylist is charging ten dollars and doing a hundred, first yeah. of all, like, are they going to last? They're going to burn themselves out right. eventually. Right. Or the hairstylist that's like, I mean, I can't aff- yet afford a thousand dollar hair sty- haircut or whatever, but um, it's kind of calling forth the kind of clientele you want to work that's with. Right. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you're setting, you're yep. raising the bar. You're setting yep. the bar, and you just you have to charge an amount and you have to make an income so that you can not only sustain, but have some at abu- abundance so that you can keep moving forward to so you grow your business yeah. Absolutely. so that you can employ people Yeah, like you're wanting to um, buy out this other business and be able to pay these people like a good income so yeah. that they're happy. And uh, so it, it just it ripples over,
3: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. you know,
1: and yeah. you want to call forth the kind of clients that appreciate that, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. So. And I you know, I think people to too they they sell and they build a business and they sell around what their comfort level is. Mm-hmm. You know, personally. For sure. And so yes. it's it's hard, you know, if you um, you know, I mean one of the one of the changes to me, you know, that put me in the, the position I'm in now was I went to a private school in Nashville for college. Okay. Um, I grew up blue collar mm-hmm. uh was you know able to go to a to a private school and i went with um a lot of kids who are much further well off than me mm-hmm. um you know and i mean i i i go into college uh in nashville in the early 90s mm-hmm. um you know i'm, I'm the i'm the, the mullet wearing metallica <laughs> t-shirt kid you know Panama jack clothes right that, that was me and i'm i'm showing up going to college with kids wearing polo shirts yeah. and you know just completely different lifestyle financially than what i grew up with right. um, but i learned and i adapted and by the time i came out um you know my taste had changed to yeah. much further beyond what i could afford as a college kid mm-hmm. um but i learned you know, how to how to be professional, mm-hmm. how to be white collar, mm-hmm. um, how to, you know, eat properly. You know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I pledged <laughs> a fraternity and we had to learn how to do a place setting. We oh, had wow. to learn how to use forks and, you know, where they go in a place setting and what, you know, what fork do you use first mm-hmm. and how to do all that stuff. So I learned all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm comfortable now, mm-hmm. whereas had I not went through that, there's no way I would be comfortable you know, walking into a, a million-dollar home of Carmel mm-hmm. to deal with somebody. Yeah, right. just, there was no way I would yes. be comfortable with that had yeah. I never experienced it. Isn't that
1: so fascinating? The things that we, like, the skills and the experience we have in our early
0: yeah, early years yeah. end yeah.
1: up serving us later on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. That just blows my mind. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like just, I mean, I don't know. know—we're We're all in charge of our own destiny, but just the things that yeah. just kind of seem to just build up over yeah. time that it, like, yeah. Yeah. Was, and, it, and to
2: be heady enough to recognize that and to mm-hmm. uh, take it seriously mm-hmm. back then. I mean, yeah. I didn't, you know, yes. that was a long yeah. time ago to yeah. take it seriously enough for it to have relevance. You know, right. Twenty five years. Well, later. I don't know that I did took it seriously. I was going to say, how many I college thought, dudes want to
1: learn place settings? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean,
2: yeah. it, it was just part of pledging you had
1: yeah, to, yeah, or else yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, be you doing to.
0: wall sits and singing songs and holding books. <laughs> you know, for, <laughs> which is more painful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Um, you know, and so you, you know, we had to, we went through the learned etiquette and those sort of things, uh-huh. but it's just. I think it gets back to the value, part of the value, yeah. one of the good values of peer pressure uh-huh. was you had to do it to fit in. Yeah. And yeah. If, you, if you wanted to fit in there, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you kind of had to take on the, mm-hmm. the lifestyle of whatever, mm-hmm. you know, how everybody else kind of lived. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but it is, yeah, at the time I wasn't thinking of it that way. Right. Right. I was thinking of just wanting to fit in. Yeah. You know, now I can look back at it and see the value, yeah. the value of it.
1: It served you. Um, yeah, yeah, it
0: did. It did. Yeah. Um, that's awesome,
3: man. I didn't I did,
2: I did know that. Yeah. Who, who yeah. knows what's going to come yeah, up I don't, during these? I don't, I don't see you in a place
3: It was setting. a big change. It was
0: a big change for, a you know, a, a, a country Indiana boy, <laughs> you know, grew up out in the middle of cornfields. It was a big change. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it, it, it gave me a lot of, you know, experiences, you know, I mean, it got... In, you know involved in um, country music you know around that and mm-hmm. you know, works for Amy Lou Harris and had a lot of experiences around that and meeting people and just you know, realizing that there's, I, a, I, there's I, a lot of people that are just common people.
2: Mm-hmm. you know there's a, a song and it just it just popped up because you said it. but um, uh, Mark Nuffler and uh, Amy Lou Harris have a song called uh, "This is Us Really It's one of my favorite songs really mm-hmm. and I, it, it plays at old Bob's all the time. Huh. And one of my favorite songs. Yeah, mm. yeah. One, it, it's 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 incredible. Yeah, I love it. And so I always I, I've always meant to say that to you because yeah. I knew you. But I'll look it up because awesome. I like Mark Knopfler. It's it's mm. awesome. They, yeah, they team so, together, there's a live version. Yeah, completely right. getting mm.
0: off a, off a topic, but she I was around a lot of just being in that and in Nashville mm. and stuff, and had a couple of fraternity brothers that wanted to be concert promoters, and so we got around. You know, we got involved in a lot of different things, helping them and stuff. Um, So I was around a lot of artists that were big in country music in the early 90s, mid-90s. And then when I did some work for Emily Harris, so being in her dressing room, she would always warm up her vocals and sing. And just hands down, the most beautiful voice I've ever heard out of anybody. Uh, Her her voice just naturally on its own is absolutely the most beautiful voice I've ever heard. Wow. It's mm-hmm. just something about it was just incredible. So, wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And it's, just, it's one of those things that I'll take, I'll take with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Just, just her voice on its own. And that's just a gift. It's just oh, pure talent. Yeah. Right. You know? not right. Yeah. Just got it or you don't. Without
1: yeah. synthesizers yeah. or, Plus you know. A box. It's
0: like being able to draw art. Yes. You know, that's a gift.
1: Yes. You, yeah. You got it
0: or you don't. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's there's
2: things you can do to hone your skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you know, but but that's...
2: So, gotta I... got to have the skill. I want to... Just something I, before we run out of time, I want to uh, toss one thing out there. And this is for you, Diana. Okay. Our esteemed host. Oh, you God. And JB and oh. myself. I mean, where... Yo, so here we are. Is it 21st? Is it? Today's the 21st. 21st of August. Mm -hmm. So let's say the 21st of August, 2020. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What what would you like to be the conversation to be about for you business-wise? Obviously, you want to have your power on by then. I yeah, yes, I would love to have my power
1: on way before then. Like, yeah, yeah. I would like to have my power on
3: <laughs> like <Yeah>. tonight,
1: tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is I don't know if the listeners <laughs> would you say like all three of them? Yeah, right. If all three of you listening, like, my power's been out for, like, over 24 hours, then it's like, okay, I'd love to have, I would love to have my power back on by the time this podcast is wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hope a year from now. So, anyway, go ahead.
2: No, I've just, I so I, I, I want to throw it, like it out be? there, because, it's, you know, with, with JB and mm-hmm. I, and then you, you're not grandfathered in, so mm-hmm. just where, business-wise, where would you mm-hmm. like to be in a year? Mm-hmm. Not, like, three years or five years in a year, because... Honestly, that's not much time, right? No, it's not. When you're when you're an entrepreneur, years
1: mm-hmm. like that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So where would you where would you like business wise to be in a year? We we'll go Diana, and and we're going to meet JB, yeah. And, you guys are such you know. gentlemen.
1: Um,
2: not really, but <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we'll we pretend
1: them, well. <laughs> we'll give the listeners <laughs> the illusion. Um, yeah. So my business is back to basics coaching and body work. I don't know if that'll be the name of my business. A year from now or not it just it used to be back to basics massage therapy and i feel like what i do just goes beyond massage therapy and i just i've incorporated the coaching just because so many of my clients would come in and they start talking about the things that are just keeping them stressed and keeping them stuck and it's so fascinating to me because you know during this whole conversation i've just (laughs) you know with how it affects their health and Uh, like odd one like how like. It took mm-hmm. a health scare before, you know, yeah. for you to take the next step. Oh yeah, you were, you know, both of you are lucky. We know that mm-hmm. um, you were lucky enough, JB, to start this yeah. step before having a major health scare, and you're you're noticing the implements, um, or, or the the effects of yeah. the the positive effects. But um, I would really like to um be doing more coaching with my clients because mm-hmm. like. I can have people come in and get a massage and we can talk a few minutes before their session. I like to really connect with my clients and just, we can talk about what's bothering them. Like, you know, their shoulders hurting or whatever. And I can, you know, get on the table and, you know, I can do my best to help you feel better.
3: Right.
1: Or like we can really sit down and talk about what's really going
3: on. Right.
1: And like I have programs that I have, I've been working with people because this is a process creating changes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd really like to be working with more clients in that sort of a process like walking alongside them as they start creating these changes because as you said like we all do need guides and mentors
3: Mm -hmm. and
1: because so many of us especially of us like high achievers high performers entrepreneurial types we want to do it all ourselves
2: Oh yeah yeah. so
1: um i just you know the truth is we all have the answers within Mm -hmm. sometimes it just takes the right person to ask the right questions and reflect the words back
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah to yeah
1: implement that and it just takes a process and it's just like and i love working with entrepreneurs um it just to step outside of the comfort zone like people just want to so much they really want to implement change but then those old neural pathways pull them back in Mm -hmm. and so i anyway i'm going getting off on a tangent i would just love to work with more people who are really wanting to create powerful change in their lives and um I just, I love working with people who are the high achievers, the high performers, and the entrepreneurs, and the empathic people, because the world needs so much more of that Amen. right Amen. now, yeah. Amen. and, um, I want to help more people live their best life, get out of their own way, <laughs> so that they can hard. have more, oh my god, the,
2: the yeah, our, we get hard. in our own
1: heads and try to figure it out, and, um, help them get out of their own way so that they can feel better and start to simplify their life and live in a way that's brings them more fulfillment and happiness like and like um, focus on the things that really matter most to them and I would yeah. love to help work with people that want to become more entrepreneurial and um,
3: I think we I all went to yeah. yeah
1: the world yeah
0: because uh, you know you, you find people that you have stuff in yeah, common with that's sure. easier to relate to for sure. but it's also it's you can learn so much yeah. from people that are that are, have been through been, yeah. what yes. you're going through yeah. or are going through it together with you yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and that's that's really been a big part um, yeah you know our our me and Audrina's friendship was mm-hmm. growing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and we were becoming good friends, Mm -hmm. but it's been this experience, shared experience that we've went through that has really created a bond between me and him. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, That's different than just, uh, you know, a good friend. Yeah, absolutely. It's created a bond.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: Yeah. And doesn't it feel good to inspire not only each other, but those that you encounter? Like, Mm -hmm. that's just the thing is, it sounds cheesy, but the world needs more of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Um, amen. Well, and that's, That's you know... um, you know i'll i'll jump in here with mine because it mm-hmm. gets back to part of the reason that we, we started this podcast so one of the things that i've always found inspiring about odwin is his desire to give back yes. and to help youth um you know i mean we got involved with him uh early on on with his his why initiative um you know doing some stuff with the the inner city schools here in indianapolis mm-hmm. when they did a presentation and we helped and helped with that um but one of the things, so when when I look back on a year, obviously, you know, we'd like to have completed this acquisition and be, sure. able, to, be <laughs> able to look back on it positively, yeah. right, and see signs of growth. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is for this podcast to get when when we started this. One of the things that we talked about was uh, using this as a tool
3: mm-hmm.
0: to be able to give back somehow, mm-hmm. and yeah. not not necessarily to give back, but to give to. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. I um, love that. And so one of the things is i had i had read an article which just it really opened my eyes in a lot of ways of a, a teacher that down south somewhere i'm not sure if in atlanta or the Carolinas mm-hmm. where he was um, but he was bringing in he was in an inner city school black teacher a lot of black students and he was bringing in um shirts and ties teaching the boys how to yes. tie ties and stuff because yes. they'd never had any experience with that right. yeah. whatsoever you know mm-hmm. and so he was teaching them some of those things and, you know, and it just it struck a, a really a nerve in me that said, you know, it's very easy to take the the approach of saying, you know, well, it's America, everybody's an equal opportunity country.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, well, what is that opportunity? If you've never been shown any different, you've never mm-hmm. been shown, and it goes back to you know, a lot of what I learned when I went to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I know, was thinking that. how, how yeah. it changed, you know, me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I didn't, I didn't come. I just came from, you know, cornfields. I didn't right. come from inner cities seeing right. the violence and the drugs and stuff that they right. see and grow up around. Mm-hmm. But if you've never been shown mm-hmm. how to be professional mm-hmm. and how you're expected to act and behave, to dress in, in another world mm-hmm. where you can make a better right. income and better life for yourself, how are you ever supposed to learn it? Right. If you don't get shown that,
2: right. y- mm-hmm.
0: the opportunity is there. Yeah. but if you have no idea how to go seize the yeah. opportunity or yeah. what mm-hmm. it even takes to go seize the opportunity yeah. how are you ever expected to change right. anything yeah and so part of the reason that we started this was to be able to take any money that this podcast generates mm-hmm. um and to be able to try to use yeah. to to start create some programs yeah. <laughs> mm. within ips yeah. for mm-hmm. those sorts of things i
1: love it too. um
0: and 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 that is strictly 100 um, percent i credit audwin for that that mindset because that's mm-hmm. one of the things of watching him and how mm-hmm. he does it has really kind of created a mm-hmm. desire to me to help mm-hmm. um you know I'm, I'm just a i'm just a you know a, a corn-fed white guy i have no idea <laughs> how to get involved <laughs> right. and help in the inner city um but yeah. but if we can start generating funds off of this yeah. we'll figure yes. out a way yes um, because this is we didn't start this to you know to yeah. To be the business. Yeah. We've got mm-hmm. our own business. Yes. Right. Yeah. right. We really started this to talk to entrepreneurs entrepreneurs because we like it. Right. Yeah. And to do that. Yeah. Right.
2: And and, so, and, mm. and we, we were doing these conversations we were doing anyway, except minus JB having too many margaritas the night before. <laughs> right. We were doing it anyway. Uh-huh. Uh at, at Scotty. So it, it it's uh-huh. just it's a it's a good fit. It's yes. a shoe that fits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that i think that you know we have a lot to offer a lot of people i really do and i I think that you know as as we move forward and get website and all these other things i mean Mm -hmm. there'll be more connectivity and people can maybe you know throw questions hey i'm thinking about starting my own doing this Mm -hmm. and then we can respond and all that but um you know i i i also think it's important that you know people be able to See our successes and hurdles and failures as we mm-hmm. move forward. That's why I said, you know, we where in a year? A year mm-hmm. to most people seems like a long time. As an entrepreneur, mm. a yeah. year is nothing. Yeah, right. It's nothing. It'll yeah. it'll be here like that. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, I, I think it's smart for me it's simple: build three partnerships, mm-hmm. yeah. three official license partnerships. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's that's go cool. Cause I'm gonna be this time next year. I'll still be grinding.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that much I do know from the past three years. That like my grind doesn't stop. Like I'm not gonna. So no one's gonna just show up and go, hey, i I see you grinding. Let me take that grind off you. Give me a million dollars. Right. So you don't have to grind. It's not gonna happen like that. Like, Even I'm if gonna, you had
1: the million dollars, wouldn't you keep the grind? I would. Yeah, but I I I I, 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 I
2: switch the grind a little bit. I switch right. it because right. I I do. I I mean I'm I'm watch i just realized i still got this great i'm doing ohio state thing right now so i got great paint on me mm-hmm. i mean like but 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 the grind brought about some great things over the weekend fox 59 mm-hmm. the, the, you know mm-hmm. i mean and and then that led to you know some uh, uh networking with indy 11 and mm-hmm. the fuel yep. and the pacers and the, so i was mm-hmm. just like because i I can't stop the grind. I have to take pieces of the grind and add that passive income, yeah mm-hmm. and then take another piece, mm-hmm. more passive income. That's how I lose the grind. I don't I don't lose a the gr- there's no other way to lose the grind. yeah I've, I've got to build mergers and relationships, whether you know for, for you acquisitioning uh, mm-hmm. an existing company for me, it's merging with a company that can take what I do and do it bigger, and I can still do it and then make money yeah mm-hmm. you know yep. so you know that's uh okay. yeah we're good we're good ron thank, thank, you. thank you i'll take uh no he's got it it's a long story but no. he yeah i'll take it one but <laughs> he uh, has to
1: listen to the podcast to yeah, find
2: yeah. Out. but uh you know it's it's uh you know i we're all dealing with different things but mm-hmm. you know three years into all yeah. of this like the our conversations the problems are the same, but our focus on solutions are different. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they are different solutions that become visible. Yeah. Now that we've tried so many different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I love that quote about age is undefeated. Like mm-hmm. I, I I feel that. Like I was yeah. like, thank God I'm where I am that I am able to do it. Mm-hmm. But. You know, in fifteen years, I can't do what I'm doing. Right. There's just no way. Yep. Right. There's yep. no way.
1: You have to work smart. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. 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 In order to so be yeah. I mean, that's 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 you know we you know on one way I think about okay, we're still talking about the same problems. Yeah. On the other way, I'm like, but we're looking at different solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different solutions have made themselves available yeah. to both of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and and it's only, you know, I remember a, a mentor, early mentor of mine, um, you know, had told me one time that the worst decision is no decision, yeah. yes. you know, make the bad. If you make a bad decision, that's fine because yeah. you figure out it's the bad decision right. and then you're able to fix it, mm-hmm. you know, but just, you know, and that's where a lot of people get stuck is they're just not able to make a decision yeah. exactly. on, on a leap, you know, yes. or, and over the last three years, I've made a bunch of bad decisions that cost mm-hmm. money. But I was able to figure it out, yeah. you know. And did you
1: learn from them? Too? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. You know, and that's yeah. that's why, you know, we're, we're now talking about, you know, some of the problems are still the same. Right. But we're talking about different solutions now yes. because yeah. we've learned yeah. that the like original that. solutions we thought we figured out didn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's not immediately obvious. It may take you six months to figure mm-hmm. out that solution didn't work. And so now mm-hmm. we're you are on to trying something else. Yeah. Um, but we've we've learned that. Mm -hmm. and so now we're we're you know further on down the pipe Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. but so um thanks to everybody for tuning in um to this episode it's been uh, a little bit longer than our normal one Um, because there was so so much
1: juicy good content yeah i know you're closing up but um do do your listeners know how to find you guys like do you have each of you have websites or
0: um, um, so my website is jbaddamsdesigns dot com. Mm-hmm. Audwins is newartrivals.com. Mm-hmm. dot com. And
2: uh, like the kids say, you can find me on the gram. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, baby, because I know a- you fully embrace social media.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love New New Art Rivals yeah. on Instagram. That's that's my that's my jam now. That's where uh-huh. I communicate. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, So that's the whole thing. And yeah. and one thing I will say in defense of the kids. Millennials, Gen Z, and all that—you know—I'm not even handing out business cards anymore. Mm-hmm. Like right. I'm just—I'm just saying, find me on, you know, Instagram. Google it; it's free. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. me there. Get, yeah. you, it's more it's environmentally
1: a, friendly. You're yeah, not yeah. Yeah. giving you're out, right.
2: <laughs> and it's not intrusive. And you can yeah. catch me or not. You are not gonna lose yeah. my card. You're not gonna. Right. I mean, it's, well, and and,
0: and yeah. you know. I guess kind of the last thing here before we wrap up is we give, you know, millennials and Gen Z whatever they are a hard time. Um, yeah, I'm one but, of those. But the fact <laughs> is But the fact is the world that they're hmm. growing up in and building is the world that they're going to live in yes. as adults. Yeah. It's not like, you know, they they don't understand how things were done in our day and that's going right. to give them problems. No, because they're going to be the world they're creating now is what they're mm-hmm. going to live in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. And mm-hmm. so, that you know, that at some point in time, they're going to, Go through the same thing we do, which is their kids, their next generation down the line, they won't True. understand various things coming on. True. And
1: so. every generation, like, thinks the one before, you know, after yeah. them is like just subpar. And, right, yes, right. Yes. Yep, yep.
2: Put it up for the X. <laughs> That's
1: right. I'm an Xennial. I just found out I'm like a Gen X Like, I'm se- <laughs> born in 1979, so I'm kind of a hybrid. <laughs>
2: like a <laughs> mutation. Yeah. Millennial Gen X mutation. I like the
1: cynicism of Gen X, but then they like, I. I was the, you know, one of the first to experience no. the internet. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta
2: step up. You can't take it both ways. You can't be on like. A All right, I'm a Gen mo- X. Yeah. I'm
1: tail end of Gen yeah. X, baby.
2: Margaret I'm Thatcher said, it. "Don't stand in the middle of the road. You get right. struck right. down by both sides of the traffic." Well, I right. just
1: turned forty, so I'm I'm Gen just X. Ten, just the tail end of Gen X, baby. Put it up, to X. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh-huh. Proudly. All
0: right. Well, uh, thanks, thanks, Diana, for doing this. Yes, this awesome was so much fun Awesome. We hope that, yeah. that people are able to get something out of this., yeah. and um, thanks, and tune in next time.:
2: Yeah. Thank you.: Thank you.